gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. trick the devil ever played was convincing the world that he did not exist. I've had goosebumps. Oh, I know. I've had goosebumps on Sunday night. <laughs> it is so apropos that we get to talk about all this stuff on episode 150. We've made it, bud. 150 damn episodes. 150 Jesus. episodes. We are in the books for Buck Fitty. Uh, pull, pulling on three years three plus years congratulations we have made it ladies and gentlemen sons of slam is not only in your ears but we are in each other's ears we are live together how are you bud i'm doing well joe black reaper mr chris mindell here yeah let's that's not how that's not how that goes that's not how it goes at all i'm switching it up for 150. that's not how that goes switching up for 150 oh well it ain't it ain't going after that we'll see about that it's not it's not staying it's not staying at all at all. <laughs> you don't like uh, first name out? No. I am the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. That's what I said. No. Joe Black the Reaper. No. It sounds sounds weird. <laughs> Listen, punk, you can't have always have it your way, all right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah how about that? Yeah. Man, and oh by man. the way, you know. <laughs> now that we're here. You know who else I got to pick? No. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Let's start it's a shoe, a pick, shoe promo. Start <laughs> Let me tell you something. This motherfucker, Stephen, right here. Okay, we're doing shoot. Stephen Colton. Yeah, gets on my fucking. <laughs> Good lord! What a freaking week! Listen, this, uh, no joke. This weekend, for whether it's right or wrong reasons, was is one of the most eventful weekends of wrestling in the last five or so years. The good thing that it has now fi- the the paths 
have intersected because I I can't remember a time where there were where there was such a huge weekend of WWE pay per views mm. accompanied by an AEW pay per view. I'm sorry, WWE Premium, premium Live, live events. events. Sorry, yeah, I was I, you look confused. I was like, what are you talking about? Um, yeah, like in recent memory, I can't remember them running on the same weekend. Oh. So it was cool that they finally intersected, and we had so much motherfucking we had <laughs> wrestling. A lot of wrestling, dude. Holy shit! And that was not even just including all of Sunday, which included two pay per views on a, on a day, on one day. And if you watch the buy in, it it bled right into the other. You had roughly yeah, that's right thirty to forty five minutes of downtime, <laughs> and then you went right into the buy in. You had yeah, you had from Worlds Collide to make yourself a sandwich to go pee. To go into the zero hour. Yeah. Or if you were me, it's worlds collide, still sit at work and do nothing. Mm. And then <laughs> and then into into zero, zero hour, hour buy in, whatever you want to call it. That was a lot of stuff, man. Oh wow. It's, it was fun. It, it was it was an interesting fun week. It was. Um again, for all the good and bad reasons, it was an interesting fun week because the the good definitely outweighed the bad, but unfortunately the bad, as we always like to quote, as you always like to quote, uh Mr. Bully Ray. Mr. Bully Ray, who, who quotes, quotes Mr. Vince McMahon. <laughs> McMahon. You always just remember the end. Yeah. People just the remember finish. the finish. Remember the finish. And so we are. We have been left with the finish because that is the end, and that's the last thing we remember. And what we remember is not the best of of things, and which is going to lead right into tonight's Dynamite. Yeah. I'm being very vague with what we're talking about until you know. If you know, you know. But we'll we'll get into all that. It's the end of Sunday night was a roller coaster of emotions. And if you went to sleep on Sunday night right after the pay-per-view, you woke up to a plethora of news to take in on your daily poo. (laughs) And Uh, it was a wild event. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. Uh, But first... Let me I'll, take a selfie. I'm about to take a selfie with outside the ring stuff. I, <laughs> <laughs> get all the boring crap out of the way because we are going in. Um, it's not boring for you. Your boy, Pat, has now joined ESPN's College Game Day permanently for the season. This, I don't think he's, it's good because he does have enough work going on. This and, man, uh, needs okay, to make more so, money. I, I, the report might not have come out on a global scale like this is because College Game Day is such a big thing. But uh, Pat will also be doing... Uh, I believe six or so different college, ma- like Manning cast type. I believe they are called the McAfee cast. <laughs> okay. Right. So, and he, and he's gonna do, I believe, six college uh, college games that way. Like him and his crew are gonna be well simulcasting a college football game. Okay. Now that he's also doing college game day every week. Mm. Just listen to this. Okay. He's going to have to, for the entire football season, fly to Friday Night SmackDown and then immediately fly to wherever college game day is. Yeah. I mean, he's pulling a... And then if they have a, a premium live event, he's going to have to fly directly to where the premium live event is he, right I, after I was, I was about to compare him to Michael Strahan, who flies coast to coast uh, for you know, Good Morning America and then does Fox um, no, back and forth, but... Yeah, yeah, that's that's even worse. <laughs> Pat McAfee is His the hardest working, is be insane. the hardest working man in sports and sports entertainment right now. He officially is now. Yeah, <laughs> he has to be. I mean, that's it's absolutely insane. So, congrats to Pat. 
Uh, uh, and, see, and, they made us, and they made it known that he is currently in the middle of a four-year $120 million deal with FanDuel. Oh, Lord. Shout out FanDuel. Shout out FanDuel. Shout out a Pat. lot of my money. <laughs> uh, Pat with the uh, the Twitter thanks uh, all over about game day. Um, what else? Let's see, let's see here. I'm really trying Truly to... the dumbest life of all time. It really is. Pat McAfee, everybody. Um, how about Seth freaking Rollins? Uh, going on uh, Ryan Satin's Out of Character podcast and was talking about the double-edged sword that Vince McMahon uh, kind of laid out as in working for him. Uh, he said, uh, quote, with Vince, it was kind of like a double-edged sword. On one hand, you knew exactly who to go to all the time. Every answer needed to go through Vince. That was, secu- that was security in that. If you needed something and you needed an answer pronto, he was right there, said Rollins. You know exactly that if you got yes from him, nothing else beneath that mattered. So that was really cool. You could understand his vision once you worked with him for a long enough time. You started to understand that. On the other side of that, he was very flippant. He was very all over the place. That was, to his credit, part of his genius, but it was also like very stressful to deal with as a talent. I can only imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine. So basically, if you got a yes... It was like, st- all right, cool. But if you got to know, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, this is not good. Yeah. This is not good at all. Right. It seems like Seth Rollins gotten a lot of yeses over the past. I uh, mean, more yeses than nos. I mean, with Elton John-esque freaking gear. <laughs> so, kind of kind of insane. It was, uh, Clash was it was really good. We'll get into that, too. Uh, let's see what else I have here. <laughs> CM Punk. I don't know if we're going to talk about him at all. Um, Who? suspensions. No, we don't want to talk about that. Let's talk about Malachi for the pay per view. There, let's uh, Triple. Oh, how about this? Speaking of, uh, see Triple H didn't agree with NXT's 2.0's creative direction. No shit. Um, yeah. So apparently, uh, he, uh, according to uh, Ariel Hawani, he uh, didn't agree the, with it so much it gave him a heart attack. It yeah. says it in that. Art. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> It doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. But <laughs> Your creative control is so horrible, my heart almost exploded. Uh, Triple H, talking to Ariel Hawani on BT Sport, um, admitted as much. He said, I didn't necessarily agree with the creative direction sometimes. That had nothing to do with Shawn Michaels or anything else. When I stepped away for health reasons and there was already pressure to change the direction and change what it was, and that happened, I knew what the changes were. I don't know that I necessarily agreed with all of them, but I do think that there were a lot of changes that happened that were extremely positive for the brand and I would have liked to have done anyways that I think a lot of people would have gone. No way he would have done that. Yeah, yeah, he wouldn't have done that. <clears throat> Absolutely not. Yeah. Hunter, God bless him. He also, on the same interview, I don't know if you have it in the plethora of tabs you have up there, mm-hmm. uh, he Probably talked not. about Sasha Banks finally. What did he say? I don't exactly remember the context of the, it, but he okay. did. He did. Ariel Hawani brought up Sasha Banks, and if I'm not mistaken, it was more of a time will tell type of scenario. Hmm. Hinting, it's she's coming back. Sure. Hello. Hello. She's coming back for sure. Right. I'm saying that. I don't know if Hunter said that. I don't believe he did, but that's what I'm going with. Right. I can only imagine. Because now it's better. It I has thought she was going to with... come back on Monday, if I'm being honest. During the tag team match. All three minutes of that match? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ric Flair. So, Flair, if you 
know or don't know uh, when this whole thing with Becky Lynch and the man came out, he was in a little bit of a tiff with I himself, recall. first of all, and then it kind of made it public that he was not happy with the fact that she was using the moniker of the man. I recall. You recall? I do. Okay. I do very well. Mm. He was also not well health-wise, I believe, at the time either. There, I think there's that. He so was also, Becky Lynch gave him. <laughs> Becky Lynch tried to kill Ric Flair. Um, he wasn't also really seen in the best light with WWE at the time anyway because they were trying to you know, scrape everything uh, the Ric Flair-esque, especially with everything that came out with that, the, that the was before. Flight from Hell, wasn't it? That was around the, that. the the flight from hell was after the whole Becky Lynch drama. It was like a solid year or two. After. Well, okay, so my my point being is that they it wasn't because like they, they didn't, cared they didn't as wipe, much to to go ahead. I'm sorry. They didn't wipe the uh, the woo from the entrance until after right. I my my the flight from hell right. It's recently come back. I think my point. Shout out Hunter. Yeah, that's it's because they're the buds. I think my my point was going to be that. It didn't help <laughs> that he had this whole thing with the fly from hell, and then for Vince to defend Becky more so than to defend Rick. Yeah, in the situation where oh yeah, take the take the man moniker, you're now more over than any other female in the last ten years. Take it, and he he didn't really care about what Rick thought. So just the whole thing with the the fly from hell just kind of added insult to injury, and then yeah, it just yeah, really didn't yeah, go absolutely. anywhere. So him, you know, being public about his loathing of Becky Lynch using it and Becky has, has since then gone like done promos uh, cutting against you know, a flare uh, kind of you know shoot style um, maybe <laughs> that's why her and Charlotte aren't on the best of that might anymore. have also helped um, so he was on his podcast to be the man I mean he calls himself the man I always oh, by the way I always thought that like the man kind of thing just because it's Rick's I don't know. It's that's fine. I mean, in wrestling, you have like your your saying, your moniker. But if like Spike Lee, who sued Spike TV for using Spike, I feel like whoa, there's no way that's that that was he, a thing. That was that was an actual thing. Oh, I, I mean, it, it got it got thrown out because it's a word. Just like this is a word. This is this <laughs> might be a dumb question. Is Spike? It's not right. What? It's not. Is it his real name? Spike Lee. Yeah. Maybe I, I don't know. Don't believe so, but there is—it's amazing. All right, so you don't know for certain either. Uh, I mean, I'll know in about four seconds. Three, two, Shelton Jackson Lee. All right, cool. Woo! Thank God. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, no, that was an actual thing. It got thrown out because it was just stupid, and the judge was like, "This is ridiculous." But uh, I always, I always thought that this was kind of like this along the same lines. Like you're, you're taking over uh, two words. Have, that, that, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You can't take over two words like that. Um, because it's not even it, he did trademark that's why that's the name of his podcast he did trademark the phrase to be the man to be the man right yeah like she that, never said to is, be the man she just I, called herself the man i believe she might have in one promo she there's a let's be honest there uh, is a solid chance she did that I'm, she feuded with charlotte flair at one point there's one thousand percent chance sure right. that she did i'm sure you're right for a long time the article <laughs> this article that we uh, pulled up here for a long time rick flair did not hide the fact that he had beef with becky lynch that he had beef with her it wasn't the other way around uh this included flair wondering when becky lynch will stop calling herself the man when Vince decides. When Vince, yeah, that had nothing to do with you. Flair also believed that The Undertaker would have taken his side in the gimmick dispute. This this, this entire thing is just ridiculous to me. Nature Boy once, uh, again, deleted a tweet regarding Becky Lynch, where he demanded an apology from Lynch 
And also from WWE, he also demanded a check for $20 million. Million? Jesus Million Christ. with an M. Um, Maybe 20 grand, maybe. <laughs> this even led to Becky Lynch mocking Ric Flair after his previous comments. Uh, while speaking on the To Be The Man podcast, Ric Flair stated that he believes The Undertaker, Steve Austin, and others would have reacted the same if they were in his shoes. He said, quote, people ask me all the time, what about Hunter and I? Hunter and I, our disagreement, he, it was about the trademark. But how many guys, this is an opportunity to address this, do you think it w- if it was Shawn Michaels or Steve or Taker or Bret Hart, if they had, for example, had called Becky like Hitman Becky, or heartbreak Becky, <laughs> they wouldn't have been equally as pissed. We are not just talking about just the name. We are talking about millions of dollars. Millions, as you know. Merchandise in the millions. Can but I, I think, just... Dis- okay, never mind. I'm sorry, sorry. But I think people at that level of notoriety that have worked that hard in their brand, they would be as upset as I was. Um, it goes on to say that Ric Flair stopped going after Becky for some time now, but uh, hence why the whole thing with the man got dropped and she switched over to uh, big time backs. So he had mentioned uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? Yeah. And Bret Hart, right? Natalia does Bret Hart's gimmick, like right now. For the last for ten, the last 20 years. Sure. Okay. However long she's wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. How many different variations of Austin 316 have you seen in the WWE in the past year? I can think of two off the top of my head. Good. Aaliyah 317. <laughs> okay. Okay. And RK Bro 420. Yeah. Like that's both technically mm. what Rick if Rick was in Austin shoes, Rick would have a problem with it. Because Rick would believe that that is his thing. Right. Right. But it's it, is it I'm I'm just playing devil's advocate cuz I agree with you. But what if it was like uh uh stone cold Austin theory? No. I'm just I, I'm just putting a name. I'm just putting Stone Cold. Like if, if they, that's pretty hilarious. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That's pretty great. I would I would never want that to happen. But no, that's no, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm just saying if they put that in front of like, I mean, hell. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. My, my mind just went. So Ric Flair, in in all this irony, and I'm sure people are just screaming at their at their radios, like going, like talk about the fact that Ric Flair is being a hypocrite. Sure, why not? His Name the Nature Boy comes it's, from Buddy Rogers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he stole it from somebody else. Yeah, and then people have mimicked Ric Flair for years. So, I mean, are we going after Jay Lethal? Are we going after Jeff Jarrett? Are we going after Jeff Jarrett? <laughs> are we going after Jay Lethal? Who later, does a, a later dead days on Jeff, later days Jeff Jarrett? The dead on a uh, 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 character impression of Ric Flair. Jay Lethal probably the best one I've seen ever in that yeah. TNA promo, which is still legendary. Um. Absolutely, <laughs> it's I just the, the whole hypocrisy is just amazing to me. I yeah, want to I want to know what Buddy Rogers said. <laughs> I mean, he, I know in in reports he said he got his blessing, but it's still like it just seems very hypocritical. What I'm seeing is that or maybe if Charlotte called himself her, herself the man, then it would be okay because that's yeah. your daughter. Yeah, but I feel like Becky just did it on a whim. Like she didn't really know. Oh no, it was on a, it was in a tweet. She did it like it was. It was a mistaken, not mistaken, but it was a tweet that she wrote out that said, "The man." Like she said something about being the man, and that's what I'm saying. She did it on a whim, right? She didn't do it like with anyone's blessing. She just did it, right? Which I respect. After apologies, let's see if it's not permission. This one even comes up in most circumstances. I feel like I should say that. 
I just, I just find, find the hypocrisy hysterical. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> suddenly we start hearing so much about Ace Steel in the last two weeks. Uh, did you, even know he, he did you have um, any idea who that was? Before last week? Yeah. No. Not Me all. neither. All right, cool. Not all. I didn't even know he was a backstage I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know Ace Steel was a thing. I I would have assumed that. I had to be reminded. I have no idea. I yeah. I don't know who Ace Steel was at all. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Ace Steel, the lead guitarist. Oh, Ace Ace Freely. My bad. Wrong Ace. My bad. Wrong Ace. You can't use. (laughs) You can't use that name, Ace. By the way. Yeah, Ace. What the fuck, man? (laughs) Kiss has something to say about that. Um, and Motorhead too. At that point, there you go. <laughs> pull out any ace. <laughs> Talk about my ace of spades. Uh, and then uh, finally, speaking of uh, continuing with Triple H here, um, uh, when she, when he took over, he always thought that uh, Becky Lynch was quote swimming upstream as a heel, which I completely agree with. I do as well. Um, when she returned this year, is that what she's? Is that what they're saying? Uh, wait, see here. Uh, like this past year. 2018 certainly was significant for Becky Lynch's career. Since then, big time Bex upped her social media, became one of the biggest stars in the industry. Speaking to Ryan Satin, out of character uh, podcast, Lynch talking, discussed okay. this decision maker babyface again. She mm-hmm. said, quote, I talked to Hunter a little bit before, and he was like, How do you feel about being a heel? I was like, honestly, it's fun. I like it. I feel I'm maybe more naturally inclined to be a babyface. People like me better Not as anymore, a babyface. Clearly, I'm doing my job if they don't like me. I'm just great, lads. I'm just great. Hell yeah. He goes, I feel we're swimming upstream keeping you as a heel. Yeah, I agree. And then the creative was laid out, and I was like, that sounds awesome. Hell yeah. Pop, pop, pop. And the rest is now history. Pop, pop, so, pop. Uh, agreed. It seemed like pushing pushing a heel in front of somebody that people actually like or vice versa. Like yeah. If you try, like Roman Reigns. Like, you wanted this person to be such some, a face. Some so might say, hard. like, you know. A joker. <laughs> or a joker. Which I've... Which had big time, big time Becky Lynch, big time Stone Cold Steve Austin vibes in my eyes. Hmm. I'll just leave it at that right okay. now. All right, well, I'm more interested now about that, that theory of yours, but we'll get to that. Please remind me because now that I've I'm said totally it, I might forget. forget. <laughs> 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 I'm going to say, remember in the 22-minute mark when uh, you said something about uh, Becky Lynch and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Bring that back. Um, Reel it back in, Joe. Let's see here. That is... Do you have anything Just before we get into Outside the crux the of this ring. whole damn week? Because uh, we have some things to talk about here. I'm going to take that as a minute. No, not really. It's just one thing about uh, Worlds Collide. It was during Worlds Collide. That's Got all it. I had written down. All right. Let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, oh, the New York came out. The New York talk. came out. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk. Uh, let's talk. Let's, let's go in order here, obviously. So um, that would be Clash, would it not? It would be. 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> that was Pistol. awesome. It sucked that I had to watch that while driving to work. But it's still cool that you have like a pay-per-view in the after- premium live event in the afternoon. There you go. Yeah. It was awesome, though. Um I was, yeah, it was cool. I was working from home. I'm like, oh, I just pop on TV and there's there it is. Can I tell you? I got a little I got a little water in the eye. Okay. I got a little water in the eye during one of these matches. Do you want to take a guess as to which one it was? I'm gonna say it was the betrayal. No. Really? Then no, you, you have no heart. <laughs> I was smile I was smiling ear to ear during that. 
uh, uh, tier. Hold on, hold on. A tier, I would say. Ba 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 da ba ba. Seamus. Yeah, yeah. All right, okay. Let's go through really quickly here. Um, uh, your pre-show had Madcap Moss and the Street Profits uh, defeating Theory and Alpha Academy. We still have no idea what to do with now Austin Theory, even though he wants to just be called Theory now. Um, but there's now full name Austin Theory. Austin Theory, Matt um, Riddle. We also got Tommaso Champa back on Monday, I believe. Tommaso. <laughs> Finally. Tommaso They're listening. Uh, and then to the main card, we had uh, <laughs> Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Eo Sky. Eo now- Sky! <laughs> what? It's in all caps. All- <laughs> you got to read it correctly. <laughs> Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Eo, Eo Sky! Sky! Every- everywhere. It's printed. Look, I got up here. Dakota Kai, Eo Sky! <laughs> Bailey, Dakota Kai, Eo Sky! <laughs> Uh, collectively now known as the greatest '80s tag team of all yeah. time, Damage, Damage Control. Control. Yeah, absolutely. I said that to Rob. I was like, "This just sounds like a <laughs> like a we're WrestleMania two tag team." It's because Hunter is still a mark for wrestling. Like, that's <laughs> why. Such a bad name, dude. <laughs> it's just an awful, awful. I like it old better. School. I like it better than just Control. Because that was the that was the word going around the dirt sheets. That was just gonna be hold Control. Yeah. I like you damage like that control. You like damage control better than just control. I do. Interesting. The music it'll have to grow on me a little bit, but I like the I like the, the name damage control. It's just so maybe because I never experienced the '80s wrestling. I don't. I don't exactly know. <laughs> it has, so when it comes back, I'm like, that's awesome. It has the the smell of a jobber tag team that they've always had. Like the main, it was, and that's what '80s were littered with. '80s and early '90s were. It was the main guys. And damage then control, exactly. and main guys, jobbers. There was never like the main guys fighting main guys on like a, a Saturday, you know, afternoon. It was always the jobbers against some big guys. And damage control sounds like a jobber tag team. Damage control sounds like the uh, the Walmart. No, that's not what I wanted to go with. Uh-huh. The Wish version of uh, the Road Warriors. Like I would imagine, damage control coming coming out with football pads and spikes on them. Right. I can see that. You know what I mean? I can see that. Remember, was, remember Sonny had those? I do. So, now she's a mess. Um, let's see here. Uh, oh, EOS Sky. That's an understatement. I'm sorry. I know. I know. <laughs> EOS Sky, Dakota Kai and Bailey get the win, which, I mean, there was no other way to do that. Like, Yeah. Can't I mean, obviously. The, the, the other women do not need that win. Um, they're not even a real team. They're not even a real team. And then we had probably the best match of, I, I'd say, the weekend. Match of the night, at least. Uh, if not, yeah, match of, uh, definitely the match of the night, if not the weekend. Um, and that is Gunter defending against Sheamus uh, the best for the Intercontinental one-on-one Championship. Championship match of the weekend. I would be, I, I could say that, well, uh, honestly. Okay, I have a best, in my mind, I have a best one-on-one. In my mind, I have a best tag team, which we talked about previously mm-hmm. before we recorded. And then I, I still think this is, I'd say this is one, and that was like 1A. The tag team was 1A? Yes. Yes, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. So, uh, tag team being... Um, and neither of them went the way we right. wanted, we wanted them, them to go. go. Exactly. <laughs> right, which was the fan... Or I mean, the we, crowd wanted them to the go crowd, at that point. Uh, us, uh, yeah. And, and we, how does that turn into the best matches of the weekend? I know. Shit. I know, because that's how... It, see, that's what wrestling does. It makes you feel something. And if you didn't feel something for the match, then you don't have that kind of feel to make it say that it's the best match that you enjoyed that match the most uh the tag team match i'm referring to is swerving our glory versus uh uh the acclaimed so we'll get to that um this match though and they were saying it littering the the commentary with uh the fact that it was going to be the most (laughs) 
the most hard-hitting match you've ever seen, which Gunter in any match um, is just insane and, and one of the stiffest competitors out there. And so is Sheamus. But the two of them together, Sheamus got his ass kicked. Can I tell you one thing? But in a glorious way. Absolutely. <laughs> you yep. know, the best opponent for Gunther mm-hmm. is a pasty white person. It really is. Because just him, the, you see the blood. Ilya Druganov. Yes. That <laughs> like both of those matches. On their chest, the blood just come up and all the blood vessels popping inside. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's awesome. Slap the shit out of him. Really did. <laughs> and uh, and that's the match. I'm ta- the same match where I'm talking about brutality is also the one that made me cry at the end. Not cries a cries a really openly cry. Openly cries weep, a, is, <laughs> is a loose term. Uh-huh. I got a little water in the eye. Okay, absolutely. Okay, um, it did not go Sheamus's way, and. For for both match, and I'll say this for this entire card. For both matches, your hometown guy not winning in either match kind of disappointed me. It did. I mean, and I use air quotes when I say hometown guy. We're just being general with the the country, <laughs> but uh, it's and also all the titles retained. All the titles, yeah, all titles retained. Which you know that's fine and all well and good, but at least one of those should have because if you never learned anything from Vince McMahon in his era, learn one thing. That it's all about the moment. And they've made it clear the last time that they were in this country for a pay-per-view slash premium live event was 30 years ago. And they kept showing and repeating British Bulldog winning that IC title at SummerSlam. So, at Wembley. So, the idea that not one of these guys won, and I'll, I'll get, to, get to it further, my feelings as far as that main event, it was a little disappointing. How I can long? see this not going, but Whatever. How long did the British Bulldog hold that championship? I'd have to look it up. Do you remember it being like a crazy long amount of time? I, I not really. And so, that, I do remember that match and and the the talk of that match being and it was you could have done that here. You could have had Sheamus win, could have, and then had him lose. Uh, what two weeks from now? Right. A week from now? Right. Right. Have it drag on. Right. They have a championship match. It doesn't go, you know, disqualification, outside interference. Hmm. And then you have another championship match, and Gunther takes it back. Hmm. And they just beat the dog shit out of each other. Yeah. Again. Again. <laughs> Again. And we all smile. I can see this. But we don't cry at the end because Sheamus isn't on a home turf. Right. See, which was that was the thing. It meant more when that it was, was across the, thing. the pond. This man, over there. this man lost. He lost. And he got a standing ovation. Yeah, from yeah. sixty-two plus thousand people. Yeah, for by losing. Yeah, <laughs> in a loss. In a loss. Yeah, yeah. I, I had the I, same. You know what? I had the same reaction to Sheamus at the end and everyone standing as to when I saw when I first saw the clip of Live Aid and Freddie Mercury controlling the whole crowd. Mm. Okay, because I'm I like the showmanship. I, I, to be able to have the whole crowd in the in palm, palm of your, your hand, hand. Yeah, that's a crazy It's a fucking epic thing yeah. to master. Yeah. And Seamus did that in a loss. In a loss, yeah. Yeah, you imagine if he won? <laughs> yeah. Imagine if he won. You would have seen people cry. I might have full, full-blown full weeped. <laughs> I'm so happy for him. <laughs> it's real to me, Danny. It's like real it to me. Still re- Take it easy, man. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> Every time you do that, I crack up. <laughs> Take it easy, man. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, so the, the definitely the match of the weekend for me. Um, and just for that that feel, I think that that feel at the end there bumped it up. It could have been it was an amazing match to begin with, but the feels yeah. at the end there made it feel so much more. So match of the weekend for sure. Uh, there's that. Uh, and then you, 
which is unfortunate for both pay-per-view slash premium live events is that we have women follow such an amazing match yeah. and it's no fault of their own it's just that you it's just timing so the next time the card was uh Liv morgan and Shayna baszler and it was good for what it was and Liv morgan taking her her bumps i honestly thought Shayna baszler would have won and become the champ but as we said before <laughs> nobody nobody lost their belt so Liv morgan retains um they gotta build to we'll continue ronda somehow uh yes but i still think that Shayna this continues on and then at some point Shayna gets yeah. the belt off of her yeah, and yeah, then absolutely. and then we can get to Ronda um, at one point we will eventually have all Hunter champions who else would, would there be who do you consider a Hunter champion I mean everybody right now is not except for Raquel and Dakota oh the, okay or, gotcha I'm You're, sorry it, under Raquel his, and Aaliyah uh, t- team Raquel uh, yeah. with, with side side uh, sidekick of Aaliyah um. Oh, okay. So all all rest all champions now, other than the women's champions, have yeah, been under. We're Vince's. all we're all put there under Vince. Right. Gotcha. Um, Roman's the one that's not going to change. Right. Like anytime well, soon. Well, yeah. he's going to be the last. That'll be the last domino to fall. Uh, yeah. It the will first be. one to me is going to be that SmackDown Women's Championship, though. Right. <laughs> that one's going bye bye yes, soon. I, I I agree. Unless Sheamus unless Sheamus gets that intercontinental belt, but back on American soil, which again no. would not have the same feel. Um, and you then should have won it because you it could have been the first time he would have had it, first time ever he won it in front of you know sixty thousand people missed an opportunity. on home turf. You missed a, a grand and opportunity then, with both those matches, man. It's, and then have Gunther win it in fucking yeah. or whenever they're in Orlando. It wouldn't, Orlando ma- it wouldn't matter as long as you, had, you get the moment, man. You, you missed out. Um, and then maybe the shocker of the well, there's a really some of the some of the the. Shockers that have happened this weekend were not weren't they really shockers. Like, did we not see this coming a mile away? Like, we kept talking about it. Everybody online has been talking about the fact that he's going to turn. I have been talking about Dominic Mysterio's turning on his father for months now. They've been planting the seeds for a while. We've been talking about it. You've been saying it, and the idea of him and Edge having that little, very minute uh, spat kind of led more to it. Um, with Ed- <laughs> with Edge just being like insanely over over there like, even yeah. on monday like he's just like one of the biggest pops of the night <laughs> i fresh. saw a video of 48 years old and he's still like running around like a lunatic i saw a video of the entire stadium or castle i believe it's called uh oh. the whole castle was uh singing along to edge's music do you think that metalingus could play a venue that size you imagine I well, here's here's the answer to that question. No. Okay. Sixty two thousand. Oh, Metalingus. Yeah. I mean, for oh, for for introducing Edge, sure. For introducing Edge, <laughs> yeah, yes, absolutely. 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 But without Edge, that means nothing. No, means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're <He> playing is... <laughs> pubs. <laughs> playing pubs. With all due respect. Yeah. Like, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> they're playing those pubs. No way in hell is Metalingus going to be able to have sixty two without Edge. Without Edge, I completely agree. And not the Edge. <laughs> No, not U2's Edge. Not U2's The Edge. <laughs> WWE's Edge. Yes. Hall of Famer Edge. Um, now, that man could sell 62,000 fucking tickets. The Edge. The Edge. Yeah. In the UK? Absolutely. Yeah. Although they're Irish, I believe. Yeah. Same, you know, you get it. Yeah. Seamus got a huge pop. There you go. The Edge is going to get a fucking crazy. Air quote, hometown boys. Um, this, yeah, speaking of shock, so. Air quote, hometown boys <laughs> is a great way to put it. There you go. Uh, so, Edge and Rey Mysterio and Lucha Edge. Um, <laughs> take on the Judgment Day. 
Um, is that supposed to be a dragon, right? Something like that. I liked it. I wasn't I, mad I at it. <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't mad at it. Um, really good match. And then we get the we get the kick her around the world. Um, and the the weird part of this whole thing, this match in particular, was that you know wrestling is full of just plot holes, and this is one of them. But you know, you kind of forget about it when what's the plot hole? Everything moves on. So Dominic technically is the reason why Judgment Day lost because he swept the foot of Finn Balor. Yes. <laughs> and, and they lost. Yeah. And then just to basically turn. So then they get in the ring. Everything's supposed to be copacetic and well and good. And Dominic just goes for the cubes and pulls a Pat McAfee and just kicks him right in the square and then buzz. The lot. <laughs> that was good. The logic, the logic in my head behind that sure. is no, neither Ray nor Edge knew that Dominic had swept the feet. If you look back at the tape, right. Edge uh, Ray was turned around, mm. and then Finn was going into the ropes. Dominic swept the feet. Dominic went underneath, helped his dad win. The point being, sure, is that that was to me the way Dominic was proving. Listen, you do need me. Oh, look at you! You know what I mean. I helped you out. Mm. However way you want to, mm-hmm. you know, you said it yourself. We lie, we cheat, we steal sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Ed, Only Eddie, if you're a heel. Eddie's son. <laughs> Eddie's son, everybody. So, and he looks more like Eddie's son on Monday. That, Jesus. That, that, more like, good Lord. Uh, yeah, so he's, he kicked the nuts and then he clotheslined from hell his own father. Yeah. Um, Which I believe was an, that was an homage. That was uh, two. Uh, some the way that Eddie turned on Ray, I believe, yeah. or something like that. Okay. It was a hell of a clothesline, too. Um, it was a hell of a clothesline. So now that he's, he he's I in forgot, all black, I forgot to tell you this. You know, he's, a, he's evil now because he, he's, in, he's all in all black. Absolutely, no more colors. He uh, Dominic kicked Edge so hard in the nutsack, or at the as Taz puts it so eloquently, the yam bags. Yam bags. <laughs> um, it kicked his shoe off, so he just goes <laughs> fuck it. We'll just kick off the other $1,000 shoe. Uh-huh. Just put, literally put a, a shoe up his ass. He, he shoved his fucking shoe in his taint. That's what he did. Taint shoe. Uh, so Dominic. <laughs> it's a good turn. Dominic officially is a heel. And um, uh, I feel like Dominic and Rhea Ripley are now just banging backstage. And Dominic's the bitch. I hope they Your are. Your thoughts. I, I hope that's the case, but I did read somewhere that uh, Rhea Ripley and, and Buddy Matt, but what was he in WWE? Buddy Murphy? Buddy Murphy. So Buddy Matthews mm-hmm. and Rhea Ripley are a thing. Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to, I have to you know, <laughs> yeah, clarify that. You have to square away names here. Really? But I also know that Rhea Ripley had a boyfriend. He was yeah. also a wrestler. I don't know. Yeah. I saw a picture of them. I could have been worked. Just- Who knows? <laughs> They're just all doing each other. Uh, Seth freaking Rollins taking on Matthew Riddle. Matt, I love it. Matt Riddle. Is not full that was great. So, I, uh, I thought that, that Riddle should have won. That match but. is really good. Um, to be curb stomped from the top rope. Oh, I was like, I, he's going to break his neck. Um, but yeah, the the I, I love the going back and forth. I, I, you do feel like in every single one of these matches, especially this match, the feel of, oh, maybe he will pull this off. Even though Rollins should actually go over since he's going to move on to the title picture, he might pull this off. I wanted, off. let me rephrase what I said earlier. <clears throat> I wanted Matt Riddle to win this. 
I felt like he deserved a good win against a high-ranking opponent. He doesn't really have one, if you think about it. Like, Riddle's not yeah. like... It's kind of like a, a theory thing going on here. He's like really Wait, way didn't over. Wait, he face Randy? Way back when? Before it was, you Riddle? know, RK Bro, yeah. Didn't they have to, like, fight each other? Isn't that like a Blackpool Combat Club situation? I think it was. Randy can't tag with someone unless he... By the way, Randy Orton would be perfect for the Blackpool Combat Club. He would. I just want to point that out. Because he also doesn't like to tag with anyone until he fights them. Uh, spoiler alert: He's going to show up on Dynamite tonight. Go on. I mean, but seriously, look back <laughs> at all of look back at all of uh, uh, Randy Orton's tag team partners. He's fought with all of them. Yes. Well, Randy is that kind of guy that you just can't trust. Yeah. You can't no. trust the Viper because he. See, this is long term storytelling. Sure. He got stabbed in the back when but. he was a youngin. Yes, he did. Yeah. yeah. By the man who's in charge. By the man who's in charge of the whole company. The whole now. shebang a bang. Yeah. That's right. The man with the pencil, as people would say. <laughs> I don't know who says that. Uh, a lot of people. Are you kidding the me? The man with the pencil? Yeah. I've never heard that term. Really? Never. When it talk about, like, that, that means the booker. The man with the pencil. Yeah. It's the person who books the fucking show. Because huh. he's the guy with the pencil who writes the. That's why I think it's so funny that fucking Sanjay Duck comes out I with one. I was saying he got broken. That's why I also think it's funny that Pat McAfee comes out with one. With the pencil. Is he, is he writing the... Yeah. I mean, he could. Uh, Realistically, he could. Seth Rollins gets <laughs> the could. win. And, uh, yeah. And so, <laughs> I love that uh, on Raw, Riddle's like, yeah, I want some more of that. And Seth's like, no, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. I'm moving on. Nah, we're done. No, we're all done. Uh, we're moving on now. Thank you. Um, I mean, he's he's proven his point. He, I think the storyline is, even though it was getting pretty deep there i think they should yeah, have like one more they could do one more match no yeah but keep them away from each other for for a little okay, while fair enough uh and then you're made circle event. back eventually yeah i think they still have same with this there's still there's still stuff to to do with that rollins riddle i feel like they just beefed it up on raw when they had that promo the real the real promo and then they had the match it was really i mean they've been building up for w- weeks and months but i feel like they still have another like a i don't know Riddle like some Rollins? sort of like cage match or like Hell in a Cell to, to, to finish everything off. I think. Oh, fucking fight pit. Or a fight pit. <laughs> <laughs> or a fight pit. Yeah. Uh, That'd be or, wild. Or maybe an underground. No. No? No, 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 no. Just, Just Ron. because Braun Strowman's back doesn't mean the fucking, we're getting raw underground. <laughs> I back. think we should get, let's get Shane back. No, 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 no. We'll get nah, Braun, nah, 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 nah. we'll get Omos to be the bouncer. And, uh, no. They, Not with Paul at the helm. <laughs> See what I did there? Paul Helm. See what I did there? I got you. Uh, and then your main event with Reigns and Drew McIntyre. And for all the promos, and even the promo that they showed before he came out, which was fire, you would think that McIntyre would have won this match. And the back and forth. And even throughout the, the, the beginning of the match, it was all Drew. And Roman, uh, to his genius credit, as he always does, just played it off like, what the hell? Like You saw on his face that he just didn't know what to do <laughs> with McIntyre. And I feel like that was an awesome portrayal of uh, uh, showing him that uh, Drew's no joke and, and just getting him over. Um, I just feel like other than <clears throat> other than what came out of the match in the debut, there was really no reason to push a 2.0 person just to get over on Drew in your main event hometown situation here i think you, you missed the bigger picture i still think that you could have debuted him but you missed an opportunity with having drew win uh the belt i i get why 
they did the solo Sokoa route. Like, I understand why. Because there, there had to be a way for him to come up from NXT. Mm. And this was the perfect way. Because Drew beat down, you know, the, the Usos got beat down, so they weren't, you know, cleared to fly or whatever they want to do. Right. But we all know that, you know, it's because they can't travel out of the country. <laughs> okay? Just call it Spade Spade. Unreal. So, with that being said, I love the way they did this. Because you still got the heat on Roman. Mm. You robbed Drew of the thing, and, and it keeps everyone hot. I It keeps Drew hot. It keeps Roman hot. It keeps Solo hot. I agree. I'm not saying that I, I didn't like the way they did it, and I, I love that. that That's how he debuted. I, I think that's amazing. Um, I think half of me. Half of me is like, you know what? You missed a great opportunity to have him go over and do the same thing. You take a month. Um, you know, have him with the belts, and then whatever next pay per view is coming up, uh, you know, you can drop it. I, I don't know. It just part of me is happy with that situation that they that it ended up being. But for all the build up, for all the talk, and for having it for after again thirty years since they were there last time, you could have had a moment with Drew McIntyre, and you didn't. I think if there was any way, you couldn't have it be Drew McIntyre. I think if you were to, to keep to the end his streak, no, okay. Uh, if I'm being honest, I think it's running its course until uh, Cody. I think they do. I think Cody wins the. I think Cody wins the Rumble. Mm-hmm. I'll just lay it all out right now. Oh, I think Cody yeah. wins the Rumble. <laughs> okay. I think Cody challenges the champion, whoever that may be, mm-hmm. at WrestleMania mm-hmm. night two. Mm-hmm. However, Roman being the champion going into WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. We'll be pulling double duty at WrestleMania. How so? Night one, the main event of night one will be Roman Reigns versus The Rock. <laughs> okay. And All the, right, now you just and the winner of that match. Okay. <laughs> faces Cody Rhodes at night two. You build. You have. You build Roman <laughs> Reigns. Listen. You build Roman Reigns as the man that took down The Rock. You know he is the ultimate oos. <laughs> And you can build Cody Rhodes as the man who defeated the Ultimate Deuce. <laughs> okay. So Rock is going to just come in for one match, basically, and put over Cody. I'm not saying one match. Well, then what else is going to be done? He could have a couple, you know? He could have a couple. There's That's... more than one pay-per-view before, in between the Royal Rumble and... I'm just talking and, about Mania. And... I was just talking about Mania. You said you have, you have a, a match at Mania with the two of them, and then the winner of that at Mania goes on tonight, too. Yeah. Okay. So listen, you That's could get one night. And the selling point of that, you could get the rock two nights in a row. Just like you got Austin two nights in a row. Exactly. And nobody knew about Austin. Nobody even knew that Austin was going to happen two nights in a row. Oh, two nights in a row, right. And we knew it was going to happen night one. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. That, that checks out. <laughs> I had to run it back in my head. Right. I mean, yeah, we know. Yeah, no, that checks out. <laughs> it was the KO show. That was the whole thing. Yeah. Uh and then I I I liked I liked Tyson Fury getting involved with Austin Theory. It's tough to say. But I did not I it was I found it so cringeworthy getting in that ring and singing. Like that whole thing just like went on and on. And people in the re- the arena were like, this must be off of that off the paper. It should have been an off air gimmick. It was that should have been way off air. <laughs> and it, it, it aired. Um it was like oh, god. Uh, I hope they went out with Oasis though, this way everybody knows it. Yes. Everyone in the UK knows Oasis word by word, right? Uh, yeah, uh, that's apparently it seems like it's yeah. like their their governors are the, are oasis. 
Do you uh, think there's a song in America that everybody knows word by word? Like every single person, a a mainstream song, not like a like an American, not like a Happy Birthday, American mainstream song. Don't, don't stop believing. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. I, I would have said American Pie, and then I go, I, I don't think I everyone think I knows, know knows the words eight American minute Pie. song. I can I can belt that out. I think I can I think I can get every single word of that American Pie. Yeah, in the cadence too. Let me say, don't stop believing. Yeah, I can do it. Unbeat. Uh, yeah. So that's there's your there's your clash. Um, and uh, I enjoyed no title changes as we've already said, but I enjoyed the. Oh, we forgot. They also had a post uh, match scrum. They did have a scrum, which ended in uh, nothing but. Oh, we forgot something. What's up? Uh, we also had another NXT call up. During the Intercontinental match, actually before the Intercontinental match. Oh shoot, that's right. <laughs> one one Giovanni Vinci Imperium and Imperium is back together. I was so amped for that. That was an, that was a good shot too. That was an awesome shot. Um, the 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 one shot moving over to panning over, and then you just see Imperium, and then you see Gunther come out. I thought that was very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want that to be a thing. That's, like I want that to keep going. Yes, and, and go to Triple H for bringing him back. Um. Because Imperium was, was awesome. You know who I wouldn't mind? Here's a, here's a wild shot. You know who I wouldn't mind joining Imperium mm. to build to something else, not like a permanent thing? Pete Dunn. Really? Okay. Okay. And then you get the Strong Boys coming up, mm. and you have a ref, a reformation. There you go. Of Mustache Mountain. <laughs> okay. We got all the classic NXT. Because uh, that would be a good. That would be a good. That's a good time. <laughs> Mustache Mountain Mustache being together is a good time. Although Trent Seven is getting up there in age. Mustache Mountain. He's an old man. How old is he? He's at least in his upper thirties. <laughs> He's old. No, but here's the thing: the two of them are are in their mid twenties. Right, right. Like he's significantly. I would I would venture to say he's at least ten years older than them. That was Tyler Bate, wasn't it? What? Who's in Mustache Mountain? Mustache Mountain is Tyler Bate, Pete Dunn, and Trent Seven. Pete, okay, Trent Seven. Yeah, yeah I knew Tyler was in there somewhere. Which, by the way, just again going through the network and watching the they had the uh, the NXT UK Championship tournament. Yeah, um, in the, with the finals of Pete Dunn and, and Tyler Bate, and then the the debut of one Tommy End, which I thought was very cool to see him come out against uh, Neville. You look at me, Tommy End. Yeah. You look at me confused. Malachi Black, aka. Oh yeah, come back to me, <laughs> bro. I thought you were talking about the current tournament. No, I'm talking that about Pete Dunne won. I mean that no, uh, Tyler, Tyler Bate, Bate won. That one, yes, that one. That the current, the, the that one tournament, most recent. No, no, that's yeah, but that's in my head. You were talking about that. I, one. I just said he, he fought Neville, <laughs> so that's that goes that's back. That's where I also <laughs> got I also got confused. I was like, wait, Neville what? came out, and then Tommy ends music hit, and you see a fresh faced Malachi Black come out, uh, Alistair Black <laughs> come out, and uh, that's crazy. And fight him. Yeah, so that that's was awesome. I, just, I thought it was a, a cool throwback. Um, and Tyler Bate winning that first tournament. That was that was a mind fuck to me, but. That where I was mentally, where I was in the beginning of that conversation just now. <laughs> See, it just took a turn there. Took a took a I've nasty seen, turn. I've never I seen go, wait, what? It really happened already? <laughs> oh, wait, but they recorded that. How did they know? Like, <laughs> I was right. going. Did I fucking speak? circled so many paths in my mind. 
they just pull, pull a Rick Rude and he just had yeah. the guy at this. Uh, the That's two what I thought. Two different companies. No, I go wait. Why did you no, say no, Tommy? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should have. I should have prefaced that by saying this was years ago. The, the tournament from from a couple years ago. All right, that was Clash. Twenty eighteen or something. Uh, yeah, eighteen. Um, all right, so that was Clash. Uh, next up on the timeline, I believe was Worlds Collide. Worlds Collide. Yep. Um, and really quickly, it, which was awesome. It was really good. I it mean, was the, fucking amazing. This uh, second best. Carmella Hayes mm, against Ricochet. Mm, I'd say third, maybe fourth. No, I, the 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 main event was second best. Okay, okay, of I, the I, weekend. Okay, I thought you were talking about Carmella Hayes. So Carmella Hayes uh, uh, retaining against Ricochet. Um, I thought that would actually been kind of cool to to give it to, to give it to Ricochet. To, to give it to Ricky O'Shea. Yeah. Um, that's not his name, right? That's <laughs> thank God. <laughs> Come to find out, uh, you would have gotten me big time. Ricochet. <laughs> I would have looked. I would have Honestly, sat here. And I, it I up. have to. I have to be very honest with you all for a split second. I really thought that, that was. And thank you, R Truth, for pulling that asshole. Uh, so Carmelo Hayes retains. I feel like Ricochet is just uh, unlike the other call downs <laughs> that we had throughout this main event, throughout this pay per view, um, premium live event. That there Ricochet will at least get an yeah, uh, IC something. belt, uh, US belt, something. Uh, because something. Triple H is now uh, full force and a fan of Ricochet, and I do not blame him. He's he's great. I wouldn't mind seeing the NXT North American title being defended on uh, WWE television. You do that. I, I mean, wouldn't mind had, seeing coming. You had the NXT title defended. Yeah, I mean, Vince in his... You know, in his and that was in Vince. His ra- in his rare kind of you know genius days, uh, or seconds, had Braun Breaker on. Um Oh, I was talking. I was talking Kevin Owens. Or Kevin Owens. <laughs> I mean, both were Vince. <laughs> that, yeah, that was both on the Vince's watch. Uh, pretty deadly. I feel like they they're gonna get a call soon. I, I, they're just. I think the most deserving team won out of that. It either had to be pretty deadly or Gallus. Gallus. It's good that it was pretty pretty deadly because they were the first ones to come over from NXT UK, hmm. and they they were already both tag team champions. Pretty deadly, uh, Creed brothers, Gallus and uh, Briggs and Johnson. Uh, oh, and we had a, a turn. We had a turn. Yeah. Okay. When Bobby Stevenson or whatever he calls his name, Damian Pope or something shit, some <laughs> shit like that. Uh, um, uh, he turned on uh, the Creed brothers. He also attacked Roderick Strong. Diamond might have done. I think feel like <laughs> it's just it just feels like it's it's gonna go away there. Um, yeah, just although it sucks because this is a little segment, a little segue right here. Bobby Fish is no longer with AEW. I forgot to mention that earlier. Well, we're gonna. I was gonna mention it during. Uh, All right. Well, AEW I'm gonna mention talk. it now. And now there's like I feel there's no need for Roderick Strong to even go over to AEW other than his. I mean, his wife. That's a big one, but his wife is there. Roderick Strong' wife is uh, Marina Shafir. Ah, yes, they have a child together as that, well. Yes. Okay, I was like, I didn't know that, but yes, I did. Know yeah. That. Um. I mean, is there a reason for anybody to go? I mean, it's a blanket statement. Is there any reason right now, especially for anybody to go to AEW? No. What what possible calling? What possible urge could you have in I this have moment right now on September? What is it? Seventh, two thousand and twenty-two to go from WWE to AEW, which is a weird, awful—not awful. It's a weird, weird statement to make now, given the last month of situation that happened. In all of wrestling, I mean, well, when I say all of wrestling, AEW and WWE at the same exact time, having the situation they're in now, and then have Triple H take over WWE, it just seems like this like here's a weird, weird swap of 
of I don't know spit. Sure. Here's a <laughs> here's a weird statement. Uh, after the weird statement I just said, sure. Uh, I forgot. Wow, that it was just on the top of my head, and then I forgot. Oh boy. That wasn't good. All right. So we moving on. So the weep. Moving uh, on. Okay. So the Creed Brothers <laughs> lost. Creed Brothers lost. And we had got turned on in Pretty Deadly. Speaking of getting turned on, Mandy Rose. Good Lord. <laughs> wow. She re- recreated the. Uh, I remember. Oh, there uh, it is. Yes. I'm out. Uh, I'm out. Shawn Michaels. That's, yep. No, Shawn. I remember that. Yeah. I remember what I was going to say. Code. I have never been more happy. Hmm. To say, and this was the weird statement okay. that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn signed long-term extensions with the WWE, or er, extensions with the WWE, because instead of going to AEW, I never thought I'd say that. I always wanted them to, but I'm glad that like them two and and Finn and, and AJ are in the WWE. We they would have gotten lost in the shuffle. Over I there. was gonna say we we're just so easy to said have said this many times. It'd we're be so nice. easy to grab people and say, listen, you're, you're now under my umbrella of this company. Can we and trade? then what the hell are we doing? Can with we the trade people? like Finn and AJ for like Jericho or something like that? Oh, really? That's that's your trade? I mean, that's just the thing that came off the top of my head. I feel like that's worth it. Huh. As a two-for-one swap, you can add like, you know, compensation picks, Daniel <laughs> Garcia, stuff like that. Okay. You know what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, the WWE will give them like, uh, <sighs> come on, go get, get to it, Joe. You just said Finn Balor and uh... no, no, no. You gotta give him a little. Oh, and a conversation yeah, pick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, that'd be awesome if they could do that. Pete Dunn. No. <laughs> see. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Now no. I know where your loyalty lies. No, no, I... no, no. no. <laughs> now I see where your loyalty lies. No, 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 no. A trading system. Uh, Mandy Rose that could work out well. <laughs> for, it depends on for and Mako Satomura. There you go, Mako Satomura. Um, who or Miko? I don't know how you say Miko. her name. I, I I've never seen her wrestle. I think she's she's insane. She's apparently a Japanese legend. Um, and uh, Blair Davenport and Mandy Rose. What has a now shot! Unified the the belts and has donned the unification of belts in a Shawn Michaels esque uh, photo shoot. Yes, amazing. Recreated Shawn Michaels' Playgirl. All kinds of naked. Can I be honest with you? I looked very intensely at that, trying to figure out if there was, in fact, any clothing underneath there. You can't tell. You can't tell. That's that's a. There could be. There could not be. Use your imagination. Sure, there were. There were. There was. In my head, there was. There wasn't. (laughs) But uh, yeah, in my (laughs) in my head, not a stitch. Got it. Uh, So we have that. We have two unifications. uh, That being one of them. Uh, this match here, uh, Katana Chance and Katie Carter taking on Dewdrop and Nikki Ash. Uh, the payoff on this, well, two things. One is that, uh, you can have these two go down to NXT and be over, which I've never thought I'd ever say. And still lose. And still lose. And Triple H, in his wisdom, having the payoff on Raw, everybody, everybody, but I was like, we should probably just refer back to. Let's let's get Piper Niven on 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 the card with uh, Nikki Cross, and you saw on Raw her take off the mask and throw it at Dewdrop, and that might be the beginning of the end for Nikki Ash. Hell yes. Um, I think they should just yeah go back to what you what you had. Uh, so anyway, uh, short match, kind of a filler. Um, retain the belts, uh, Carter and uh, Chance do, and then your main event. Uh, for the NXT Championships, what a UK and what a collision, collision, what a <laughs> see what I did? Yes, a world. Thank you. Uh, Braun Breaker taking on Tyler Bates. Um, 
That end sequence was fucking wild. <laughs> it was very wild. I love. I forgot that he does that, and I love that he does that. Tyler Bate, the uh, that little springboard off the top rope with yep. just his shoulders, his incredibly chiseled shoulders. <laughs> Is it just me, or uh, without knee pads, he looks naked? He's very right. <laughs> it's the short boots, it's the shoot boots, and the fucking no knee pads that you go. This dude needs. Like, he needs a tan. Uh, he needs a, a pair of pants. <laughs> he needs a tan immediately. He doesn't need the, the tan's fine. You don't. You don't entirely need the tan. Tan would help. It still look naked. It's very like picture Randy Orton without knee pads. No, exactly because you feel like he's naked. I'm scared so, that you thought about this. So, so Braun Breaker <laughs> so has uh, defeated Tyler Bate yes. <laughs> and uh, unified the uh, NXT and the NXT UK yes. championships. Last last couple of minutes of that match was just absolutely insane. And, and if I'm being honest, now, we have a unification. Yes, the UK title looks way nicer, way better, <laughs> way better. Uh, that, I, I listen. The NXT is classic, classic of uh, vintage NXT. But yeah, the, the UK titles. Okay, Cole. I see. Uh, you. I see what you did. Yeah, the UK title is very nice. Um, so, what are we doing with this now? What are we doing with two belts now? What oh, what is coming of this other than NXT Europe? Like, what was the point of doing all this? They're just going to have all the made, quote unquote, made guys from NXT UK come over and start feuding with everyone over here. So That's co- why you saw JD McDonough last night, otherwise huh? known as form. I'm sorry, formerly known as Jordan Devlin, hmm. the Ace. The Ace. Not uh, ass. He does say ace because I know that sometimes when, when you are Irish, you sound like that. Ass. ass sounds like ace. They need arse. I love when people say that. <laughs> arse, arse, kick your arse. That's why they say it on uh, the. Uh, Seamus says that on live television because he can get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows that. A R S E. Uh, they they needed it too because I I now with <clears throat> especially with like Tyler Bate coming over. Uh, I I'm probably now with more wrestling. Uh, gonna get into NXT, yeah, three yeah, and uh, see where this goes because yeah, they needed they needed a shot in the arm and with some of these new names, and so I, and and you know what, not not for nothing, I do enjoy when you have the lesser no like Apollo Cruz is now full time NXT. I like when the the guys that really weren't able to get over over come down. I think Ricochet is not in that level. I think he's way above. That. It's more like the Dolph Ziggler. Yes, boat. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that they, they could keep. I feel doing like Ricochet would have been better to be NXT champion. E- okay, then Dolph. I could, I could see that. Yes, because at least Ricochet had time in NXT. Right, right. <clears throat> I could see that. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's and look at uh, look at Mandy Rose and what it did for for Mandy. Uh, you know, bring him down. That's the this is the highlight of her career. Yeah. This, Before this is best, that, it was Otis. The best part. of that's right. I'm not making fun of Thick That's, Boy Nation. Yeah, but, but I mean, that, like, it was come on. it was the 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 best part of her <laughs> her career at, the, at at that time was a a love uh, thing going on with Otis. Good lord, Tucky. Oh, I know. Oh, Tucker. Tucky. No, oh, Tucky. Um, that worlds collide, and that is that. And then <laughs> all elites, my friends, all elite. Um, A-E dub. All out, all out from Chicago, Chicago. Now we're in Chicago. Chicago, I, that's one of my favorite SNL skits. Chicago, I yell, home the baby back rib. <laughs> oh man, uh, Chris Farley was so funny in that. 
see here. That's about a baker's dozen. It's a baker's Bob. dozen. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> he punches his own heart. Um, oh, man. That was great. Yeah. So the uh, the zero hour pre-card for the main event. Is it called a zero hour or it was it's zero not hour. called the buy-in? Zero hour. Really? Yes. That's interesting. Zero hour. Uh, oh, the buy-ins for double or nothing. Get it? Right. That makes sense. And see, now we come to a, a uh, realization. Good for you. Uh, Tay Mello and Sammy Guevara taking on Ortiz and Ruby Soho. Um, I keep. I didn't like that they were in street clothes. The, the name changes also are just killing me. Uh, Tay Mello, that, that was her ex-husband's name was Conti. Oh. She was married pre- uh, previously. So now. She was in you, WWE. Thank you for clarifying that. That's my girl. I know. NXT right there. That's right. Yeah. Uh, misused. So. Damn straight. Uh, your champions, your your triple A, yeah, world mixed tag team. Cha- I, I, I like that they have even... a, that. By the way, <laughs> I like that they have like mixed tag team champions. Um, retain. yeah, and we all think that fucking AEW has too many belts. I, I know. Triple <laughs> A has a world mixed tag team champion. Uh, <laughs> so now, uh, Lord, Triple A mixed. Uh, uh, Mega trio, <laughs> trio belts. You have the uh, the pack belt. Mid Atlantic, yes, whatever belt. the hell it's called, <laughs> um, the China Belt, the China Belt. <laughs> uh, that doesn't deserve that. Tag team, heavyweight, TBS, TNT. Uh huh. How many on right now? Seven. Seven. Cool. Am I missing one? Uh, do you want to get in a ring of one hundred two? Eight. Pure nine. Nine. Tag team ten. Ten. That's television eleven. Okay. How, how far you want to go? Keep going. I mean, we're already at eleven. Uh, FTR also holds the uh, Triple A Tag Team Championships 12. and the New Japan Tag Team Championships. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I also saw Hikaru Shida with a championship that I don't know what the fuck it's called. Oh yeah, that's right, fourteen. <laughs> okay, you also have the AEW Women's Championship. Forgot about that. Congratulations, and to Tony. 15. No, 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 no. Uh-huh. And the AEW Interim Women's Championship. Shit. <laughs> <clears throat> so I take back everything I said. I think so. Sixteen belts. Yep. It's a little much. Fifteen or sixteen, something like that. It's a little much. Yeah, it's a little much. It's a little much. <laughs> it's a little, little much. Now I understand they have why. Sixteen fucking belts, dude. Yeah, that's <laughs> why. That realization now. Holy shit! I mean, if you take away the 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 outside belts. Okay. Like oh, okay. So, anything, so what are we at? Like nine? Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> that's still a lot. Men's. Women's, women's interim, TNT, TBS. Trio. Trio, tag. Tag. Seven. Seven. That's with no outside. That's all right. See, here's the thing. That's okay. Jeez, man. Seven belts is not bad for a company, right? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But when everybody... Did did you mention the pack belt? The the China belt? Eight belt. I'm sorry. (laughs) The China belt. (laughs) We got to stop calling it that. (laughs) We need to stop. <laughs> uh, so yeah, eight belts belt. is not is not bad. WWE has how many? The two men's, world men's. Oh, two. I two men's. <laughs> two men's. Two women's. Two, two mid cards. Wait, hold on. Two wait, tags wait, wait, wait. So, so, and wait. a women's tag. Oh, that's shit, nine. That's right. two. <laughs> two men's. Two women's. That's four. Two men's. Two women's. Four tag. That's eight. <laughs> we mean four tag. Well, two tags. I guess it's yeah, SmackDown. Tags. Okay, two tags. Yeah, right. yeah two tags. All right. That's six. Six. 
I see. Uh huh. Two mid cards. US, US eight. Twenty four seven nine. Uh huh. That's what I'm saying. It's okay. That's all I got. All right. Uh, 24-7 is basically... Oh, it's I'm sorry. Tough. Sorry. AEW technically has nine, if you recognize it. With? The FDW. Oh, FDW. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, hey, it's defended, as we're about to talk about right now. It was defended against Cool Hand Angelo Parker. Yo, hang on. Give me some. Huh? That was one of our greatest segues of all time. Right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the greatest one we've ever had. 150, 150 episodes. <laughs> yeah, see, even, even Alexa Even agrees. Alexa agrees. Uh, your FTW championship match. She's probably going to say something. Uh, Hook against Angela Parker. Um, it's all good now. With the... the uh, what, Oh, my God. What? Use your words. Tyson Fury uh, kind of uh, uh, interaction here with... Uh, my man. Flushing Queen's own. Bronson. Bam Bam in the motherfucking <laughs> building. He's lost a lot of weight. He looks fucking good. Good for him. I saw him live in like 2016. It was a big boy. He was a big boy, and it was at Queens College. Okay. I believe the, t- the the place was called the Kufferberg Auditorium. Okay. <laughs> Such a small place. Uh, and it was fucking awesome. Have you seen any of his, like, workout like YouTube, videos? Like him just he has in. Iron Sheik level workout videos. He's doing the, be- like, like, the, the weird, like, the weird, yeah, yeah I don't like know what the, it's called. The sticks we go Turkish on. clubs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, apparently they work, because he's, he's, he's great. He's doing Bulgarian bag lifts. <laughs> fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> the he's name, the man the name alone just intimidates me he's the man uh, action bronson is the fucking man i was so happy yeah that he got involved and he fucking ragdolled angelo parker at the end of this match <laughs> it was it was awesome uh he tapped out parker did and we uh retained uh the the 10th belt <laughs> the ftw uh championship ninth i think i think did we say nine? nine i think we're going nine oh, that was ten. yeah all right um and then the All Atlantic Championship China belt with uh, the Bastard Pack taking on Kip Sabian in his return. Uh, it's just a weird match to have. I him. liked it. I'm not saying the match was bad. I'm just saying that it's weird to have him return and then take a loss after all this time. Yes. Um, I think he should have had one had more like match DQ before this, or had a, yeah, at least have a match, or yeah. or end this in the DQ so it doesn't like squash him. But it's not, or he squashed him. He but. has to go on a fucking crazy undefeated run right now. Yeah, something that, has to make up for this loss on his return. It's, I mean, it makes sense. Been away for fucking over a year, a year and a half, year. something like that. Hey, like I get Al, it. The but, Al Snow uh, gimmick going on with the box. Yeah, which I, I found that funny, but um, yeah, he has to have. He's got to do something. Or they How long to... before they sell those on Pro Wrestling Tees? Oh, I think like tomorrow. Right? Yeah. At Grand Slam, it'll be nothing but boxes. Oh, yeah. Or people are just making their boxes. Wait, where did we see? Was it at UBS or was that Grand Slam? With what? Where we saw Kip on the on top of the escalator. UBS. UBS? UBS, yeah. yes. That was the first one. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. Very, the very first UBS we went to, yeah. Or the very first one that they had there. Yeah. We went to, yes. He was standing at the top of the escalator. And nobody said a word to him. They were just like looking at him. I think I gave him a dap. I think I gave him Did a you? pound. And he had like the 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 Robin eye makeup. Oh no, on. he walked away right before we got up there. That's what it was. We saw like him at soon, the top. We saw him at the top. As yeah. soon as we got to the top, he started yeah, he walking away. away. I was like, dude, I would have shook his hand, hundred percent. Kip Sabian. Do you, this, that was that's probably the weirdest like strung out gimmick. Like if you're not going to do anything for me, put me a. I'm gonna get paid anyway. I'm doing nothing. Put me at uh, at ringside for every single match. Or you know what it you know what it feels like. And he won't like? speak to anybody. It has a feeling of I bet you can't do this. 
like, like all right, watch yeah, me. Yeah, watch me for a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> for a year and a half. Um, I would have shook Kip's hand 100%. You know where it's been? Uh, speaking Tomo of heroes, you should play. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Speaking of segues, you know where that hand's been? Uh, in in uh, the wife's, uh, yeah, and she has like her own OnlyFans thing going on. She does. <sighs> I haven't seen it. I think but... my, my new favorite OnlyFans is her. And she's not even nude. It's just like, she's just so incredibly hot. And, and you know when someone's beautiful when you don't wear makeup? Like, that's her. It's just insane. I'm sorry. I'm going, I'm going off on a, on a creepy tangent. Um. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Eddie. Wow, Eddie's back. Finally. You know old, he got suspended? Eddie too. By yes, the way, I you know did. he got suspended? I did, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, they're, they're, for, they're hard on their uh, their wrestlers. For, for And this is what he got suspended for, which is crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. He didn't even fully punch Sammy Guevara. He didn't? He didn't. He just kind of threw a chair like, at him or anything? Fi- no, he didn't. He threw, he did, it's funny you mention that. He did not throw a chair at him. It's pretty crazy. That is insane. And he still yeah, got it suspended. Did, but it, did, it didn't uh, hit. Uh, the chair, uh, chair didn't hit him in the eye either. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. It was crazy. That is crazy. And uh, so, yeah, he, he basically just face-mushed him. So, technically, there was physical contact, yes, but it was just a face-mush, you know. Face-mush. Like two bros that had an argument. Not a full-blown punch, you know. And which, and by the way. burying the whole. Co- what? They, by the way, they uh, they squashed the beef. So they're, they're good. Did they? They did. I mean, for the for the good of the company, according to Sammy Guevara, they yeah. squashed the beef. Oh, them two. <clears throat> Those two. Okay, yeah, yeah, Eddie yeah, and yeah. Sammy. Yeah, Eddie yeah, Sammy. yeah, they did. Okay. Eddie and Sammy. Eddie yeah, yeah, Sammy. yeah. <laughs> We're not talking about the other two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that will never happen. I was like, there's no way that happened that quick. <laughs> no, no, no. Absolutely no, no way. Eddie and Sammy. <laughs> Eddie and Sammy, I see that. Yes. They That's squashed. awesome. Tomohiro Ishii. And oh, you talked to Eddie? Did, did he tell you that personally? He did. <laughs> <laughs> he messaged me the other day. It's like, we're good. We're good. I was like, I, I'm glad to hear yeah. it. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> um, and you just responded back, all right, Y-O. <laughs> Y-O represent. <laughs> 914. Uh yeah, so Eddie and, and Ishii uh, with Chop Mania, and I feel like um, here's my deal with with Eddie. I feel like, especially with what's going on now, that's the old school wrestling that I like. Yes, where they can ju- you, it's like working a hole for twenty minutes, wailing each other and just yeah. doing like technical moves. Um, All right, what were you saying? I was gonna say, especially with what's what happens, what what is happening now mm-hmm. with AEW, uh, which we will get into immediately after this. Um, people like Eddie Kingston need to get their the rocket now because this is the the best time to take advantage of this. Because if we're gonna talk about suspensions that are being thrown about left and right, even though we haven't seen anything happen, and maybe you know we'll get some news tonight uh, from Dynamite, this is the time for people like Eddie to to take hold of this so you have now you have a new champion in in cm punk you have new trio champions something i'll go one step further give him something now to because he's the the, he is the one of the biggest names in the entire company i'll go i'll even say this i think he should take it upon himself to become an undertaker-esque locker room leader okay someone who Let's say they have, you know, wrestler's court. He's the judge. Like, everything has to go through Do him. Kingston. Yeah. I thought that would have been Jericho. Y- you can? I think oh, Jer- okay. I think Jericho's okay. more. All right. Let me rephrase that. Because, Jer- by the way, Jericho, it, I as say this. reports have said, he is like the calming force amongst all the things that, that's happening now. Jericho right? should be the judge. Mm. But Kingston should be the executioner. <laughs> like he puts down the law. Okay. Yeah. He's the one that should. He's the enforcer. Uh-huh. He has to be the one to enforce it. Mm. Did you see him? His backstage, I'll 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 always remember this because it, it sent I got fucking goosebumps just talking about it. Okay. The 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 Brody Lee tribute show 
Okay, right before the show started, he had the whole uh, crew backstage. Like every all the all the wrestlers were backstage that were about to go out, and he riled all them up. You know, this is for him, all that stuff, and he had everybody in the palm of his hands. I think Eddie is Eddie is very well equipped, especially if you can combine his leadership along with Moxley and Jericho. Mm. I think that like that it's not that AEW doesn't have a good locker room. They have a solid locker room. It's just people need to know how to act in that fucking locker room. Okay? And when people come in thinking that they're all hot shit, mm. and they were at the time a year ago, and now the crowd has turned on those people. You need to have someone police that. And that motherfucker will die for anything that has to do with pro wrestling. Eddie is. Eddie, that'd be. Good spiel. Thank you. I agree. Thank you. <laughs> I completely agree. Uh, speaking of Eddie. I'm not going to lie. I couldn't even he recite won. anything I just said. <laughs> when you when you zone out and black out like that, I just let you go. Yeah. That was good. Sometimes you okay. have to. And then I, if I start getting weird on it, you got to go. I, all right, I'll cut right, you right, off. Right. I'll cut you off. Yeah. <laughs> you start talking about taint kicks and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Eddie gets the win. On By the that. way, I think that might be like a finishing move for something. <laughs> the taint, a, a kick. taint kick. <laughs> Absolutely. The the. You know what I can see a taint kick the being the gooch bomb. Yes. Yeah, that it has nothing to do with the taint, but just I can I feel a taint kick might be that move that Ray Phoenix does on the rope, where he just twists and then smacks him. <laughs> like I think that's. A ta- I don't know why. That's the first thing that comes to my head. Oh my god! It's the taint kick. Yeah. Uh, then we start off the pay-per-view, uh, with your first match, the casino ladder match with your ROH world champion. There's another belt. Uh, Claudio Casignoli. No, we counted that. Uh, Ring of Honor. Oh, no, I know. We're Ring of Honor pure champion, Wheeler Yuta, Penta, Ray, Roosh, Andrade, Dante Martin, and TBD. Oh, the TBDs are just wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. Yes. I don't want you to hit my music yet because we haven't gotten there. Son of a bitch. Uh, let me get that ready in the meantime. Um, I loved every single moment of this. This was a really... <laughs> I thought it was awesome. Insane. Everything down to the end. Everything down to, yes, down, down to the end. Uh, I really just want to talk about the end. Uh, okay. I was going to say, because... I don't remember anything else that happened. I, I, just, I know I, that it was awesome. Um, all right, let's talk about the end. <laughs> the, mat, the match was, was outstanding. Let's, let's talk about this end. So, great storytelling... Getting paid off at the end of this match. Long-term storytelling. Long-term great storytelling. In hindsight, great. In the moment, you're like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. But the payoff shows what was happening for for all that time, and now it's up to this moment. So When did this start? Let me just ask you that. I mean, technically, it started with him Was it recruiting... Ethan Page? No, I think it was, was Jade first... Cargill, no? You didn't see Jade out there, though. So you didn't right, see so any of the okay, No, no, okay. The baddies aren't with him anymore. I get that. I'm saying his... Like, they're just completely separate. Th- yeah, they're on their own thing now. I think Tony okay. just separated them all. So, okay. So, as far as, like, this whole thing... It's yeah, happening, yeah, yeah. It had, When was, it was the first card given out? Ethan. It was Ethan, Ethan right? Page. Okay. Ethan, uh, W. Morrissey, uh, who else? Um, no, it was Ethan, I'm not, Lee I'm Moriarty. Not I'm not going in order, but yeah, oh, Lee okay. Moriarty. Lee Moriarty, right. the gun club, and right, yes. Morrissey. Right, right. So William now, Morrissey. So, now... Uh, Stokely Hathaway. Stokely Hathaway is now the of all people. So, I mean, for his career, best movie he could have done to get out of Diamond Mine, and now have this the best move. This faction of of like seven people, and now the Joker. Can I be honest with you, please? I don't even want to disrespect the faction so much to even try to think of a name. 
I'm going to let them do it on their own terms. Damage control. Oh, that's what I used. I'm sorry. By the way, <laughs> that would have been a great fucking name for that team. For this team here, damage control. Because <laughs> think of what that. Think of what they're doing. Well, now. <laughs> no, but leading like leading up to it, that's what they were doing. Oh. Stokely Hathaway was creating damage control mm. to then get to the Joker. To the Joker. I I like that there was actual literal Joker. He looked like uh, he looked like the magician that gives away the secrets, but on Fox. But uh, yeah, it's it also had to be a hell of a lot of money to use "Sympathy for the Devil" by the Rolling Stones to have that as the introduction, right? But to see, mm. I don't, I understand why Stokely would climb to the top of the ladder and retrieve the briefcase, the and chip. then hand it. The I'm chip. sorry, yeah, we're, we're correct. Right. The chip, yes, we don't have briefcase, and then hand it to the Joker. However, I would have liked to see the Joker ascend the ladder Mm. and retrieve the chip. I think that the way they played it out was perfect because that is who the Joker ultimately was. I think that would just be his MO. Like, you go get that. You get it from me. I do want to point out, I I see no plot holes with that because Mm. Stokely Hathaway was not a member of, was not involved in that match. Mm. The Joker was, Mm. and the Joker was in first possession of that chip when it was detached from the hook. Mm. That's why I think storytelling wise, it works. I just the the visual of him the up. ascension. But then the descension to then walk to the back without revealing yourself is also all right, I get it. I mean if you look at uh I mean that, that payoff also it was you could also tell in his I mean in hindsight it's twenty twenty, but you could tell in his mannerisms like when he did the the fake off of fake taking the mask off and he goes no. It's like that it seems like an M- JF thing to do. Anyway, the walk. That's right. And, and the walk. <laughs> the walk out. I go, there's the dip in the shoulder. <laughs> the, I knew it. The walk. And it wasn't a Moxley dip. Yeah. It was the other way. It was a cocky dip. Look at you. Uh, you're so on top of that. I analyzed So the it. Joker won, and we will get to, well, I just said it, but the Joker, who is <laughs> the Joker is the payoff at the end of the pay per view. Uh, your trio championship tournament, which another match I feel like. We wanted one team to win. We didn't mention this one also. The three three matches, one from team to win, and they didn't. Yeah. Like I was, I was hard going hard in for uh, Dark Order. Like I wanted, I wanted them to get this because they feel like they, they deserve last it. three years of existence for AEW. There's been nothing uh, with Dark Order, especially since they lost their leader. Um, they just been put on the shelf by Tony, and so this would have been a great kind of push to get him back into. Because they were over, they were so over. Even also, even after his, his after Brody's passing, he was they were over. But then he just it fizzled just, out. Fizzled out. Yeah. It fizzled out. You know when it started fizzling out? When? When a certain uh, when Hangman ignored sh- them? Nope. When a certain Chicago made personality mm. entered the company mm-hmm. and had beef with. Uh. I'm not saying that was like. Uh, okay. In the back of people's minds, they go, I didn't uh, think about that, yeah. Uh, yeah, it all started yeah. roughly when, when Punk came in. Because that's when you didn't see Coke Cabana anymore. Right. Think about how awesome a Coke Cabana entrance was. Boom, boom. Like, it was it was pretty dope. It was fun. It was you haven't seen it in years now. Yeah. It's a shame. It is a shame. Um, it's a shame. So, oh, and he quietly got moved to Ring of Honor. I forgot to mention that, too. He did. It's interesting. He did. Um, Although apparently they've had no connection for the past ten years, <laughs> I feel like we need to mention that. Well, we'll we'll hear him say that in a couple minutes. Uh, your trio championship match, 
with uh, with the elites, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks taking on the Dark Order, Alex Reynolds, John Silver, Hungy, and Hangman. Hangman. Adam Page. Hangman. Hangman. Um, I did like the the elite uh, angle here with with Hangman uh, involved with the Jacksons and everybody loves each other and blah blah blah. Uh, but the back and forth in this was just crazy, and I and it was one of those things where I, I think they're gonna do it. I think they can pull it off. And the end when the buckshot lariat hit Hungy, the heartbreak. It's the like, heartbreak. Oh, shit, there it is. And then and then the even more <laughs> heartbreak when you realize that Joe might be right when they when he said that the Dark Order might turn turn on Hangman Page. Might be right. Might Wasn't. Be. Might but, be. Yeah. Wasn't yet. 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 You the, never know. The night is young. Yep. The night is young. It is a Wednesday. It is a Wednesday. Uh, so we have new <laughs> champions uh, in the elite and three new trios champions. With first all, ever with trios first, champions. First ever trios champions. All three belts. Good for them. Um, Mazel. Another uh, championship, a TBS championship with uh, uh, Athena taking on She-Hulk herself, Jade Cargill. I would love to just... Have sex Careful with Jay Cargill okay. as All right, you as went right for it. Yeah, went right for it. Yeah, went. Right. Um, yeah, went have sex with her while she's She Hulk. All right, it's kind of weird. Wrong? That's weird. A little bit, but I know the costume right. did it for me. I'm sorry. It was the, it was the green. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, uh, as the as the website also states, Soakley Hathaway, uh, conspicuous, conspicuous by, his by his absence. Yeah, so maybe I, I don't think he's part of <laughs> part of them anymore. So he's not a publicist anymore. Uh, I guess not. Um, manager, I guess at this point. Kind of short match. I figured that we were still going to have a you know, women's champion. Yeah, who Jade the Cargill. fuck is going to de- defeat um, Jade Cargill at this point? China. Well, not now because she's no longer living. That's um, what I'm saying. You're saying her re- reanimated corpse is going to take out, take on Jade Cargill. Yeah. Are you good? Fine. There you go. Uh, yeah, no, nah, that was disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. That was disrespectful. That yeah. that's me insinuating that China's corpse could be better than the entire women's division in EW. And you're, I, and I don't you're mean saying that. that. I don't mean you that. You really don't. I don't mean that. Okay. That was a joke. Who could take down Jay Cargill? I don't know because it is technically a mid card belt, and you'd need someone. You know who that's could take down Jay Cargill? And they only have our mid card women on that. The Queen roster. Slayer and a J. Yeah, really? She could. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. With with help. Out of your mind. It oh, now? I mean, now she could. It has to be a heel, and they have to get fucking the baddies banned from ringside. It's the only way. I can't, the I can't think way. of a, a person on that roster right now. Yeah. It is very- I mean, Burt Baker. Yeah, but she's got like, I mean, unless she's not going to go after Tony Storm, I feel like that's her next- Well, yeah, obviously, but- <sighs> It's, it's, it's such tough. an anemic, depleted roster of women that- But it's not. It's just that they're building Jade Cargill like in a Like beast. Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With the actual record, not like some made-up record. Yeah, so then, <laughs> you know what? I swear if I swear if, if one of them, I don't want to see another cattle prod. That's where we're going to go. I don't. That's how you know AEW is going to go yeah. out of WCW is when you start seeing a cattle I prod. Will, I guarantee you. Or you see with some finger come out and you just poke. <laughs> if I see a somebody. finger poke a doom or a cattle prod, finger poke a doom for sure I'm out. I think I might be I'm out never, of I'm never watching AEW ever again if I see a finger poke a doom. It might be close because what's happening now might be close. However, yes. the New Day did it pretty well this past week. It wasn't a finger poke a doom. But it was for the, for the better of the match. That yeah. had a better story to that it. That was awesome. 
<clears throat> that yeah, that was pretty dope. I mean, just to go to that really quickly, that four way match ended up really just being the catalyst for a debut. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> which is kind of stupid. Um, I mean, not the debut, the reason for that, if that made sense. Um, but yeah, I so follow. The, the 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 point of of that was that yeah, New Day, <laughs> they it was one of those like tornado tag team matches where you could just tag anybody you want. And they were so I forgot who tagged them each in, but somebody tagged each of them in. They were able to face each other for the like the first time, and then uh, Xavier just laid on the ground, <laughs> laid on the ground for Kofi to let to get the, the two count before everybody jumped in. I thought that was an awesome spot. Um, that day, I enjoyed. New Day being, but finger poker doom or cattle yeah. prod, yeah. cattle prod. If done correctly, I can get around that. That wasn't correctly Not, done. <laughs> no, no, no. Not the way that Goldberg was. Right. I don't want that being done. Mm. A cattle prod done correctly in an extreme rules match or some bullshit like that. Yeah, I could see. I, I could be okay with that. Okay, if done correctly. Well, we know what not to do. Finger poke a doom. I'm automatically out. Okay, I'm done. Uh, now, what if that's done right? I can't even imagine what way that would possibly be. But what if, if that's it's done, right? done the way the new day did it, that's about it. Hmm. Interesting. Has to be a tornado match of some sort. Yeah. Uh, Andrade and Rouge or some some shit like that. The ending for this match, the six man tag with uh, Warlow and the FTR, ending or the aftermath. The aftermath. Excuse me. The aftermath was awesome. The aftermath. Yes, that's, a, that's what really, all I really want to talk about. So, well, right, let me take that back. Motor City, Motor City Machine Guns. There you go. Uh, with Impact and TNA, are are amazing, and they don't really get the credit that they deserve and i feel like this was a cool way to get them out there to uh, it's probably the largest audience that they've wrestled for yeah um i would say uh, with jay lethal and motor city machine guns so they getting their credit on this one but uh the aftermath of all this um with warlow just absolutely destroying jay lethal uh with, with powerbomb symphony and then the end so a little pretense dax harwood's Jesus exactly. Christ. That's scary. <laughs> Dax Harwood's eight-year-old girl uh, came out with them during the entrances mm -hmm. and then went into the back. Mm -hmm. When FTR and Wardlow won against Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns, uh, she came out and Sanjay Dutt was in the ring and she took Sanjay's pencil. <laughs> pencil. Pencil. I don't know why I was thinking pretzel. Pencil. Pencil, yes. And she broke it right in front of his face. And then somebody hit him with something, and then she pinned him for the three count. <laughs> and that was fucking awesome. That was very cute. And and, the and that's how you fight like an eight-year-old girl. And that's how you fight like an eight-year-old girl. <laughs> you get your dad to knock him out. You break the pencil, get knocked out, and then you put your foot on him and get the, the three count. I like that he, the referee was still there to get the three count. Uh, so that was cool. Um, Andre <laughs> the Giant style with just a foot. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. Ultimate Warrior style. Uh, so at some point, with fifteen matches on a card, fifteen matches. Uh, not only do you have to pick and choose which ones are going to get the squash treatment, but it has to make sense. And this did not. You really don't think so? I thought this made sense. Uh, I thought that Ricky should have pulled this off. I think I think Powerhouse Hobbs is just like so. I think they want to push him to be like that next big guy, and they they've done a if pretty was, shitty job in doing that. Exactly. But if it was anybody else other than Ricky Starks, <laughs> I would have said made makes perfect sense. <laughs> if you had another high level talent like that, right. I would have said okay. Put if this was let's yeah, say was uh, ten number ten of the Dark Order, 
Well, then, yeah. <laughs> right? I wouldn't have liked it because right. 10 should also be pushed in the same way, mm-hmm. but I would have understood it more than this because of their, especially the promos that he had. I think that, okay. I mean, I, I see what you're, what you're saying. I just feel like. I can't even say that this is a get over versus go over situation. Okay. Like, it was just that, I, I to me, I don't feel like so many people got, I, I don't think either one of them got more over in this out of, match. Out of it. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a detriment. I think they had they had an opportunity there, especially with shortening the Christian match later on in the night. Right. But I think they, I think that's where it Okay. Fair went, I, I mean, I can, I can see both sides. I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I just, I feel like to make him more dominant. And to push him more, it was if that was your your end goal was to squash is to squash him or to make him feel dominant, then to squash Ricky Starks and you know I guess put him over. But you're right, like it didn't really didn't do much for either. I, I guess yeah. Uh, so, but again, powerhouse Hobbs just absolutely destroyed Ricky Starks. Um, and then match one A of the night of the weekend of the weekend of the weekend was your AEW World Tag Team Championship match with Swerve and Our Glory taking on the acclaimed. Uh, with Billy Gunn in their corner, Scissor Me Daddy is AEW's biggest thing right now, and the it is. I don't know if you heard this. It's the number one selling T shirt on ProWrestlingTees.com. I, I did hear that. Did you get one? <laughs> uh, I did not. I'm, I'm still. I think I'm going to wait till till Grand Slam to get it. Um, they're not going to have any there. How do you figure? They're not. No way in hell they're going to. You don't think that's if they do, they're going to be sold out by the time we get there. Sold out. Okay. All right, then I'll get it online. Um, <laughs> it's better to show up with it. With Okay, fine. I can't, and that funny thing with that shirt is I could only wear it to AEW events. Like, there's no other way in out of context so you'd be like, scissor me, daddy. Like, daddy ass. I can't wear that shirt to, like, trivia. To a bar. I can't wear it yeah. to trivia. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I can't host trivia with a scissor me, daddy ass yeah. shirt. I can't do it. <laughs> Anybody automatically wins if they can tell me the, the story behind this T-shirt. You know the premise by this shirt. It's that. It's just, Trivia's it's like, over if you can guess this right now. <laughs> I will end this right now. It, in the span of a month, you, you've got way over and to the help of them but to the detriment of your champions who are also faces but were treated like shit by the crowd yeah like you got you had keith lee getting i understand swerve what that's fine but keith lee getting absolutely booed out of the building because of their amazing love for the acclaimed and this them just being way over and this was one of those other matches man that you think that in great storytelling in a match where it just goes back and forth and somebody gets nominated and then they turn it around and the long-term storytelling about you know someone that needs to be there and is trying to prove that they can be there for their tag team partner, but Anthony Bowen's constantly getting hurt, constantly getting hurt, uh, was great in, in playing that. you know the, He's not able to come make a comeback because he's just constantly hurt, and so he wants to make that comeback. It, it was just really good storytelling. Eventually, we had a re- retention of belts with Swerve in Our Glory, and then Keith Lee trying to do the scissor me to kind of get over with the fans. It did not work. It it went over like a lead balloon, and uh, yeah, we still have our, our same champions, but the acclaimed are insanely over. I feel like it was a missed opportunity for Keith Lee. I feel like he's... <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is weird to say. I feel like Keith Lee scissored the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> Should I he, mean that with all honesty. Should he have scissored daddy ass? No, I feel like he should have scissored uh, like Max or, Max? or Anthony. Yeah, okay. I think he should have scissored one of them to be like. I thought he did. It's kind of like a handshake after after a match. I thought he did. I don't. I think he should, that should have been the first one. That's what I should say. Gotcha. All right. 
<laughs> but just an uh, just an amazing match, a- absolutely because insane match. It could be taken as a as a betrayal. That's why. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Okay, I, I, I can see that. Um, just yeah, it's outstanding match. Um, definitely go go back and watch this one again. Uh, I'll put a button on that. Sure. It should have been Max Caster because he pulled off the attitude adjustment on him. Okay. Right. Hit the AAF. Speaking of which, <laughs> more rappers. John Cena shouted that out on Instagram. He put Did up, he really? He put up a, a picture okay. of Ma- having Max Caster having Keith Lee on his shoulders right before the attitude adjustment. I mean, it was clear as day what it was. It was just that I, that's cool that he shouted him out. Oh, yeah. It, it's great that John Cena is perfectly okay with Max Caster completely stealing his, his Dr. Thugonomics gimmick. Absolutely. And nobody but he's so good it. at it. He's so good at it. That's why. <laughs> but he's, he's so, good so at, damn good at it. He's so good at, at those raps, man. It's 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 just so funny. Um, I mean, la- you know, this past weekend's was it was okay. It was okay. The match made up for it. The, the match, match made up for the rap, one hundred percent. The match did that definitely did. Uh, and then you had a, this match, which y- there's no way whatever match was going to follow this match. I mean, you didn't know that this this Yo, tag why team is match is always so good. women's matches that follow bangers in AEW. That's what I'm saying. So is is. Uh, do we feel like women's matches are like your break? I, I feel like that's a little sexist. I don't know. It is tough. Um, four four way uh, interim women's world championship with Tony Storm, Britt Baker. I hate that word so Jamie, much. Jamie, no, so do I. Jamie Hitter and Hikoroshida. I hate it in the UFC too. If I'm being honest, I get it more in the UFC than I, mean, I do in here. Yeah, I don't know. Champion's a champion. I I don't get it. Uh, especially in this, especially in this situation, since you know it was dropped. Like, there's no filling in. Like, this is the belt. All right. So let me ask you this: Would you rather? An interim champion, or would you rather a number one contender? I'd rather a champion. (laughs) Well, okay, but yes, let's say the champion. Let's say it's in this case with Thunder Rosa. Would you have rather this match be for the interim women's world championship, or uh, the the number one one? contender for the women's world championship? Yeah, but then at that point, it's a number one contendership. You could have had that on on free TV, as you could have had this match on free TV. I agree. Some of these matches, uh, some of these matches on this card, by the way, which I, that was another point I was going to bring up, was you, you could have easily had. I mean, obviously, any of the the powerhouse Hobbs versus Ricky Starks could have been on free yeah, TV. Free TV. Um, House of Black could have been on free TV. House I of Black. Been, I would have been pissed about it, but it could have uh, been on free TV. Jay Cargill, free TV. Um, that six man tag. No, that had that to was be that was good. Uh, right, Ricky Starks. That one had this one pay per view. This women's match easily on free TV. Yeah. It, regardless of the next match could have been on free TV a hundred percent. You could have put the bitch on rampage. <laughs> well, actually, no, no, no. no, no, no you put no, on no, dynamite no, no, for no. what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. So this match here. So we, we, back. Have, we have a new champion in Tony storm and I'm not mad. At Oof. Sorry. I know. I, I honestly, I thought that Jamie hater might've pulled it off. We had always, always talked about you. had brought up the fact that Tony storm would have been the champion regardless of who she fought. Yes. But I did enjoy the fact that at some point you had a, pay off the Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker situation, and they did, um, with Britt Baker pulling the referee when Jamie Hayter had, uh, I think it was, uh, was it Tony Storm that she was she was pinning? And uh, with the two Rashida, count. It was Rashida. Yeah. Pull, pulled after the two count, the referee out of the ring, and you just saw Jamie Hayter just with the evil look, on, like, I'm going to kill you face. Um, so that's going to be a, a cool payoff with, with those two kind of breaking But it up. might not be. How do you figure? That Brick could just convince her to be like, listen, it was every woman for herself at that point. I guess, but if you really need to push, you, as I just said, this this 
women's if you division. have to push a women's storyline, this is it. division is anemic, and they need someone, and they should push Jamie Hader because she's good and she looks amazingly hot, and people can get behind. And she got such such a, a great pop there, like people were cheering her on. I don't think it is anemic though. Think about the top. Who else do they have in the women's division that could? The top to me, the top women in the women's division right now are Jade Cargill, Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa, Sheeta, mm. Tony Storm. I put Jamie Hader up there too. Okay, because of her alliance with Britt Baker. You've named six people. That's fine. That's all you need for a women's division? How, but I'm talking about the top women. Those are the people in the tie that are constantly in the title picture. Who's the top men in 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 AEW? Can you name at least six? I mean, sure, yes, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> you can. Sure. Can you name a little more than six? Yeah. yeah. That are constantly always in 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 contention for the title belt? For the main title belt? That's what I'm talking about. Well, that that's that's different because main title belts there's only two people involved in that. And if there's a faction going on. But, yeah, but there's still, always with storylines, there's only two people ever involved in those. But Kenny Omega is a top man because at any point he could be put into a title match and it'd be f- feasible. No, I get it. But I'm saying for the for the most part, 95% of the time, it's really just the champion and a challenger. Champion, yes. challenger. And if you have a faction, that's all well and good. But I'm talking about the two main people. Yes. It's always just those two. But if you're talking about like... Having people to be able to contend for a belt, I can't like we just talked about yes, Jay Cargill. I can't think of anybody else that can take that legit take that belt off or, or that makes well, there, sense there to take more, the belt off. There are more belts in in <laughs> in the men's division than there are in the women's division. That's true. So that's why you need more top guys to fill those spots. Yeah, but I'm saying the women just don't have. I understand there's more belts there, but you just I, I can't. There's see. too many men. Well, there's, that. <laughs> there's too many men. There's too many men, and they need more women. Yes. They need more women. But I wouldn't say it's like you do have a good, solid roster of women. I'm not saying they're not good. I'm just saying that it's... it's. it's I'll, I'll put a bow in this. Logically was, speaking, who can actually be that top person? It was drastically better than it was a year ago. Sure. Not by much, but sure. Yeah. Two years ago, by a lot. Not by a lot. <laughs> Agreed. By a lot two okay. years ago. Um. So... Tony Storm finally getting her shot and being uh, uh, the the top of the, the women's division for AEW, and she didn't get her shot with she, I, maybe she got her shot against Charlotte, but we would never know because you know she got a, a pie on her face and then she was gone. Um, so now she's the champion for AEW, and we will see where this run goes as the interim <sighs> women's champion. Just unbelievable. Uh, speaking of a squash, which. Could have been on free TV, but again, because of circumstances that happened with said match, um, and the reason why it happened this way, if you know the reason why. So, Jungle Boy against Christian Cage, and Christian Cage coming out first, and then Jungle Boy making his entrance, and then getting absolutely destroyed by Luchasaurus. I and love that he did the whole uh, look at the the babyface tunnel. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Coming out the the heel tunnel, um, got choke slammed onto the grate, which just looked absolutely horrific. Did you see the picture after? No. Ooh, his back is all fucking meshed. Good God, I, that was just there was. There's no, a full print, a full welt on the ba- on his back. There's no that looks exactly like that grate, like a grate. No give, zero give. Like, it was just like boom, ground. Like it was it. <laughs> he hit the metal grate, fell to the ground, and then Luchasaurus coming over and just carrying him into the ring, and then. Uh, throwing up some kind of fight, which all lasted for a second, and then Christian Cage with the kill switch and the win. And the reason why it was such a squash is Christian Cage is legit hurt. Yeah. So 
but they, I mean, that was perfect the way they played that. It still had someone that was hurt to get the finish and be over, but have this now official heel turn. Um, and now you can have Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy. And you, you can, can do it for that. That could be for another month or so. Yeah, however, play that Christian's up. injured. Play that up. Uh, let's see here. Um, Brian Danielson and Chris Jericho. A lot of people bitching and moaning about the end of this match. Um, it was enjoyable. It was just the, and, and playing the Daniel Garcia angle into this whole thing. Just the way that it finished with Jericho and the the low blow <laughs> with the referee in the corner. Uh, it looks like people were having a tiff about it. I, I, I don't care. I, I get play, it. Play, play, show me a good match. Uh, tell me a good story. And and uh, that's just Chris Jericho. He's a heel. That's what I you wasn't do. so mad at the finish. I was I was more I was more upset that Danielson lost. I feel like he's creeping into the territory of of he needs to start winning. Well, I feel like he's. I don't think he needs to though. I feel like he's in the role of a Jericho where he can just put people over. In that, the but I think Jericho, that Jericho over, should have been the role of the Jericho. But he hasn't won a lot either. Like he's been losing a lot too. Like against Moxley, um, uh, Moxley beat Lionheart. That's what I'm saying. Why he's... couldn't Brian also beat Lionheart? They're just telling us that Moxley is uh, better than Brian Danielson. Now, yeah. I mean, at some point, Brian Danielson will be the champion. Yeah, but and he should fight John Moxley. For <laughs> That'd be great. But uh, I, I listen. It could have gone either way. Um, but it then it did lead up to the fact that we're we're playing off this this storyline with Daniel Garcia and he will eventually be part of BCC. Um, oh, he fucking better. There's this. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Uh, so tonight we'll kind of uh, he's he's fighting uh, Will Yuta tonight for the, uh, for the ROH pure, pure championship. Pure championship. So at some point, I mean, he's got to he's got to leave that group. Um, your trios I match. I wouldn't mind Daniel Garcia winning that either. You know, I, I could. I think it would play even better with the uh, him being as part of BCC. Then um, your trios match with the House of Black taking on Darby Allen, Sting, and the Redeemer. Uh, this also another match where we talk more about the ending than than the actual match. Yeah, we're itself. talking a lot about endings. Talking a lot about it. Uh, Sting. It's as if some people remember it most. <laughs> But um, I think Sting. Uh, I, I I always get from credit. I think he's. It's absolutely amazing that again he's doing what he's doing at his age. Him doing like the 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 Hulk out and uh, you know taking shot after shot to the face and uh, <laughs> just kind of like throwing him off and shaking him off. Sting is what sixty three. I want to say he's. I thought he was sixty one. Whatever. I'm gonna. He's I'm in gonna, his sixties. Sting is roughly four to five years older than my father. Mm. I think my dad would be down for a week if he hit the rope once. <laughs> Uh, Sting, it's Sting. Sixty-three. I love how I love how so I forgot who it was. I think it was Excalibur tried to do it. He goes, "It's Sting." It's not the same. And then Tony was right there, and he goes, "It's like this." <laughs> Sting. It was great. I think he just said, he wanted to set him up. He wanted to set up uh, Tony. a good setup. It was a very it was good fucking setup. great. Um, so the the end of this match uh, with Darby Allen Sting and Miro getting the win um, just went to further show that the rumors online might be true because it also is reported that uh, when at the end of the match Malachi Black taking a bow and also waving to the crowd and blew a kiss to the crowd or whatever blew a kiss to the crowd uh, and then reports coming out that uh, he is possibly taking a break from wrestling yeah um, that'd be upsetting uh, during the media scrum of uh, All Out uh, Tony Khan was asked about the possibility of Black leaving after the House of Black lost to Darby Allen Sting and Miro uh, is it Black uh, throwing a kiss to the crowd? According that to PW Insider, weird. Black is believed to be taking time away from wrestling. 
Uh, he was scheduled to face Impact World Tag Team Champion Matt Taven at uh, this new event in Niles, Ohio. This coming Friday, but Black has pulled himself off of the booking. Oh, it feels weird to me when they say it like that. He is no longer listed on the official AEW website roster. Uh-oh. The other House of Black members are still listed. It was reported that Black has been dealing with a personal situation that uh, were heavily uh, weighing heavily on him, and he's privately talked about taking a long and possibly permanent break from the business in order to deal with the issues. Oof. That's not good. Um, some people are saying that it's uh, mental-related. Uh, so that, that sucks. Because, I mean, we just got full circle with, with talking about Tommy N before and now <laughs> up to Malachi to the, to the current present day. Yeah. And uh, he's done so much in such an amazing uh, storied you know, career. And it's just kind of seeing where the House of Black has gone in their losing ways. He just kind of lends itself to what we've seen here. So, yeah, uh, Malachi Black is uh, going to be piecing out for a while. I... Uh... It's really weird seeing an article like that because you don't normally see the the word black capitalized. So you reading that at one point felt like you were talking about me and I go, ah, I don't like that. That was weird. Uh, it's never happened to me before in my life. I never see the, the word black capitalized like that. And I go, I don't like that. feels like they were talking about me. Think about if your last, if it's they always were going, Mindell was just, yeah. you know, wait, hang on. It's always about you. Always about. Uh, I'm saying it always about me, but that that one specific instance, yeah, I like that, felt weird. Your main event, which all right, here Lord, we go. We have we have come to this point, an right. hour and forty eight minutes in to the end, we have, we have, <laughs> to the end of the match. We have, <laughs> to, the, to the way end of the match. This match here, um, with Punk. And I think Stephen pointed out immediately on the text thread that he went to do the mocking push-ups and he hurt his elbow yeah. <laughs> on that. Which is, I, how frail could you possibly be? And Moxley just absolutely—you think of Moxley, we would have gotten cut. It's the signature Moxley match. That's what I said. Is anybody getting blood? And CM Punk just dripping blood uh, down his face. Um, hurt his arm, his elbow. Uh, you know, playing off the thing with the with the the ankle again. Um. Yeah, so so all these things going on, Punk finally getting the the win. So now, come to find out that Moxley wanted to have this match last week to get the belt, just to drop it in Chicago. Which, okay, I mean, if you really wanted to to pull off the McIntyre Sheamus should have won in England uh, situation, fine. TM Punk wins in Chicago. It makes sense because would would CM Punk been a two time. AEW champion, AEW world champion, if he won without losing it? Probably not. Okay, but John Moxley is a two-time. Correct. That's why I think they wanted to have a homegrown, mm, somewhat homegrown talent be the first two-time, just just in case. Homegrown-ish. Homegrown adjacent. Yes, adjacent. Um, so, yeah, so, so CM Punk wins, and we have... Uh, the celebration in Chicago, everybody goes nuts. And then, uh, and then, we get a the lights go out. The lights go out, and I thought that was a very cool way to put everything in a bow and recap and close off why what was going on behind the scenes and the reason for his absence. I'm glad they did it here instead of tonight. Oh, on absolutely, Dynamite. sure, absolutely. Uh, so the Joker. You hear the you hear the voice the voicemail. You know it's Tony Khan. 
And he's basically saying, and I'm paraphrasing that. I will pay you beep. Yes. Right. Beep. A mil- <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay you money. Come back. We're, we, all, uh, we need you. Uh, the ratings have been the same. Blah, blah, blah. So it's a very, it was a very cool way of doing that. I know. You don't like the fans, but I care about the fans. And right. I'm willing to swallow a pretty large pill for you to uh, come back. Yeah, and I guess he did. And so you see the Joker, and then the mask comes off, and you see the Burberry scarf. And The pop for the mask coming off was wild. Yeah. Because you don't even know at that point. You kind of can tell a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah. But the scarf. The mask, the, the pop for the scarf is insane. was <laughs> wild. This <laughs> is insane. You can, yeah, you can kind of tell the back of the head, but yeah, with the scarf, you knew. And then and then Keep the going. music. <laughs> well, go ahead, well, go ahead. No, I was going to say... Uh, Piper in Portland, <laughs> punk in Chicago, uh-huh. Brett in Calgary, MJF in Long Island, uh-huh. and also MJF in Chicago. In Chicago. <laughs> Unbelievable. You heard that shit. And, and the pop and for that was fucking insane. wild. Insane. Uh, he... <laughs> He was standing. Bro, he's younger CM, than I am. CM Punk was standing in the ring. You know how much that hurts sometimes. Uh, <laughs> he's younger than I am. CM Punk was standing in the ring, and they're sh- they're chanting MJF. That's got to be a, a blow to the ego, huh? The greatest thing the devil ever did, <laughs> or whatever it was. Ah, it was fucking great. He I loved out. every single second of it. Now, yes. Oh, so play my music. Why am I playing this? I called it being MJF last week. Bitch, you guessed it. You're welcome. You was right. There you go. Thank you. As if nobody else knew. But yes, you <laughs> you called it on the show. Yes, bitch, you guessed and you're right. Uh, it was MJF as a Joker. And again, it plays so well into you know Stokely getting the, the chip for him. Him now having this mega group with him. And you know, another another faction that Tony Khan loves to have. And, and so we'll see where... Stokely Hathaway and, and MJF and Ethan Page and the entire lot, Ass Boys, Morrissey, they all just uh, got recruited, and we'll see where they all go with this this new faction. Um, but that was great. That was that would that would be the mega news of all mega news is <laughs> if the, if the sh- if the night ended there, that was it. We'll get to that. Uh, but it's just a funny little one at could, the end. Okay. All right. This pertains to what we're talking about now or just what we're, what we're about, about to talk, talk about? about? Okay. All right. So MJF's return should have been the end-all, be-all. We should have been done. People should've. are talking about MJF's return, and thank God he's Should've, would've, could've. Should've, would've, could've. That is not what we're talking about. We are talking about some stuff here. Some stuff having to do with your new AEW two-time champion in CM Punk. And... I have it's just, we're running low on time here. I had a bunch of clips as far as people talking about CM Punk. I had a clip with Triple H. Uh, it's August thirtieth, twenty eleven, on SmackDown, and Triple H and CM Punk are in a sh- pretty much a shoot promo. Yeah, we're just going back and forth and talking about CM CM Punk just being uh, incredibly selfish. Let me see if see what we have here, really quick. I am dying for a change. We are dying. For a change. I want to be the catalyst for that change. Oh, save me. You want to be the catalyst as long as it benefits you. I am sick to death 
of listening to you talk to how you're doing all of this for them. Yeah, there are a lot of people out there. Maybe half of them agree with what you're saying. The other half, they don't give a damn. You know what, punk? Some of these people actually like the WWE. I'm here to have a good time. They like it the way it is. Can it be better? Sure, it can be better. That's right. And that's my job, to make it better. But when you talk about being the catalyst for change, really what you mean is you will only accept change if it means CM Punk is on top. Because mm. unless CM Punk is the guy, the man, that's not enough change for you. That's not really what you want. See, you're no different than anybody else that's ever been in this business. Okay, and then he just goes on to, to compare himself to CM Punk. <laughs> so there was that. We're going to file that one under clips that aged wonderfully. Aged wonderfully. How about another clip that aged wonderfully? This is Hangman Adam Page with Hang- CM Punk. Hangman Adam Page as champion uh, talking to CM Punk really quick with uh, Tony Schiavone in the background. But I will tell you face-to-face, man-to-man, how I feel about you. I don't hate you. I almost pity you. And I have no respect for you and what you've done since you've gotten here. You want this AEW World Championship. You want it. I don't think you understand what it means to be a champion after all these years. I don't think you get it because it's not just about what happens in this ring. It's what happens when that red light turns off. What happens when you go back through the curtain, those small, quiet moments when you think no one's watching. That's what makes a champion. You talk a big game about workers' rights, yeah? Well, you've shown the exact opposite since you've gotten here. I love this place. I care about this place. This is my home. And this Sunday at Double or Nothing, I will not, I will not be defending this championship against you. No, for the first time in my life, I will be defending all elite wrestling from you. So, oh, so there was and that. We'll log that one under. <laughs> Even better. Clips <laughs> that aged wonderfully. Yes. Yeah, so there's a theme here, as we see that even with WWE, AEW, people don't seem to like CM Punk. And so then this whole thing happened. So apparently there was this media scrum. So WWE had it after Clash of the Castle. and But that was more of a kayfabe kind of situation. Yes. AEW being AEW took it as they do shoot scrum. Shoot scrum. This is an absolute shoot scrum. I don't know if we want to play all four minutes. It's it's no okay. But I will mention the highlights of this. I can't listen to their fucking weird low tone voices again. They're really yeah. Like for for those who did uh, not, I'm I'm not going to play the whole thing. I'm not. But I just want to. I want you to hear first of all. I want you to hear CM Punk is the first voice you hear. Everybody for corporate. How low was anonymous producing this? The both of them, Tony Khan and CM Punk, just incredibly low voices. There was a media member in the audience that brought up Cole Cabana. Yes, and the whole thing. I mean, he just went. This this guy, whoever it was, uh, I still don't have a name. Um, went, Nick something went straight into the idea of what's going on backstage, and what's going on backstage is that people were bitching and moaning still about having Cole, him having Cole, getting Cole Cabana fired or leaving the company, going to ROH. Uh, people like the Young Bucks, Omega, like he was well liked backstage, and so CM Punk comes in and has him getting gotten rid of by Tony Khan, and you know, now he's his bitch. And you saw in this clip that Tony Khan was just 
emphatically apologizing. He shouldn't have said this, blah, blah, blah. So now CM Punk is divulging information that really nobody asked for. So here is, let me see if I can fast forward here. Here is CM Punk talking really quickly about Cole Cabana and, and Hangman Page. So you're not friends with him? That voice is insane. Oh, wow. Well, that makes two of us. My point is, if you fancy yourself a journalist, even if it's for the silly world of professional wrestling, and you have journalistic integrity, people who report things mostly that are bullshit and slanderous lies against myself, if you are friends with somebody, you blew my spot. If you're not friends with them, I apologize. But you should probably disclose who you're friends with. Um, I haven't had anything to do with Scott Colton in almost a decade, probably wanted nothing to do with him even longer than that. It's fucking unfortunate that I have to come up here and speak on this when All right, I'm on pause my it right time. There. Stop it. Sure, sure. Nobody asked him about his, like, uh, on the post-media scrum, if you log on to YouTube, nobody is asking him. There has not been a question about Colt I thought, Cabana. Wait, I thought the first thing that you mentioned, let me go back to the beginning here. No, I think that he saw the reporter who mentioned something about Cole Cabana, oh. and then he starts going into journalistic integrity. Oh, okay. All right, so then the rest of the, the clip goes on about him owing, uh, paying for his house and, and talking about uh, having a joint account with his mom and not suing, and they're countersuing CM Punk, and, and then emails. By the way, Cole Cabana's in his 40s, right? Mm. Him having a joint bank account with his mom? How old is his mom? I, oh, I, I <laughs> Let's say she's 25 years older. Mm. Okay, your mom's getting up there in age. You're you're fucking making millions of dollars. Ish, okay, I can see you wanting to you know give your mom give back to your mom a little bit. I don't understand why he went on the whole bank account with his mother thing. So he divulged everything, me, everything, everything that we've been talking about for. I guess I, the NDA ran up. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, <laughs> NDAs expire. Um, yeah, no. So apparently, everything that we when and I heard this thing years ago about him and Cocabana having this falling out, nobody really knew what was going on. And then he just, in the span of four minutes, divulged everything that happened last fourteen years. That, to your point, really nobody wanted that information. He just was like, I guess he was at his breaking point and had to get it out. And so, also because of the breaking point happened because of everybody, like I mentioned, backstage being pissed at him for getting him fired. So this was kind of like his his boiling point. Now, but but also Tony Khan mentioned as far as like not saying anything about it. So was he not referring to Cole Cabana and him bringing it up? I don't know. I don't. Uh, I just want to know the reason why he brought it up. Why he was he said it. I thought the reporter had mentioned Tony something Khan about like Cabana. T- Tony Khan did not have the best representation at the post meter scrum. He did at not. least in the first freaking fifteen minutes of it. So. This whole thing went down. CM Punk is just blasting F-bombs and cursing up a storm. He's shooting on everybody. He's shooting on everybody. Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, He didn't mention Hangman. them by name. He just said EVPs. He said EVPs, Hangman, he mentioned by name. He mentioned Hangman. Colt Cabana by name. He did not. He mentioned Hangman Page, but he mentioned Scott Colt. Oh, okay. All right. Which is weird. So, <laughs> that he went to full, the legal legal name. Uh, call, s- call the man Stephen whatever, whatever his name is. I think that's true. So then... This whole thing goes down, and then all of a sudden, there's reports of backstage shenanigans. All right. I want to read something to you. Go ahead. This is per the... All right. uh, So, for people that don't know, CM Punk and Ace Steel, which is where that comes back into the picture, Mm -hmm. uh, got into a little kerfuffle with uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, Mm. so much so that there have been reports, if I'm not mistaken, of... CM Punk 
taking a swing at Matt Jackson, and I believe a steal through a chair that m- might have hit Nick in the eye. In the eye, and he threw this chair because his wife, a steal's wife. Uh, well, let me back up. A steal's wife was in the room, and a steal's wife has a, had a broken leg, and she, he was afraid for her safety. Okay. Who is a steal? A steal. Well, he's he one of mentioned the, it on well, on Dynamite. Last he's one week. of the backstage uh, he is, agents. Now he's one of the backstage agents, mm. but he was previously the trainer of one CM Punk mm. in Chicago, mm. IL. <laughs> but Ace, nobody knew who A Steel was until he picked up that open contract on Dynamite. Right, and then reports came out. Oh, A Steel and and CM Punk go way back. All right, cool. That's actually that's actually good storytelling. Very good. Yes, very good storytelling. Per this is from this was a tweet by Russell Puris that has been quoted from Fightful Select. Okay. Per the CM Punk, this first part is a real thing. The next part I have after this is a joke, and I want to read it. Okay. Per the CM Punk, a steel side of things. That was a lot to get out. After the scrum, the Young Bucks approached Punk's locker room, and Punk wasn't answering the door. The Bucks were, have said were said to have pounded the door. With claims that they kicked the door down. Boom, kicked the door down. Per yep. Fightful Select. Yes. <clears throat> now, this little clip right here is from at Wrestling Jeebus. <laughs> I follow them daily. Did they slap their legs when they kicked the door down? <laughs> Get the slap. <laughs> uh, I've been holding on to that for a good 20 minutes. That's just a good waiting one. for that to come That's out. a good one. Uh, uh, yeah, good. so they apparently they kicked the door down. A steal through the chair at Matt. Through the chair, hit Matt in the in the eye. Um, Nick. Hit Nick in the eye. I'm sorry, Nick. Uh, Punk starts swinging on Matt. Started swinging. Um, the punches were thrown. Omega got involved. Hangman Adam Page, nowhere to be found because he already left the building yeah. at this point. So now, which, funny enough, because we're talking, let's talk for, full circle here. We talked about Kingston's suspension, and they worked everything out. This is not going to be worked out. Um, tonight, we will find out if there's going to be suspensions dropped. Firings to be had because Ace Steel should immediately lose his job. And I, when I said to you guys uh, on the text thread, I was like, Some, something's weird about this. And thank God I'm not the only one online who feels the same way. Like, it seems like a work. Like, something's like weird. Like, mm-hmm. you know, get, getting thrown, uh, uh, agents are throwing chairs at talent and blah, 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 blah. And now you that's know, why it doesn't feel like a work because it's an agent throwing something at talent. But the, if the agent is is part of CM Punk's crew and they're t- that's they're his obviously, crony. They're obviously t- telling stories in it because he was the one that got the contract. So yeah. there's obviously storytelling going involved, which is why I f- initially thought this was some sort of work and if it was and Eric Bischoff said the same thing. Eric Bischoff first said that Tony Khan should immediately fire CM Punk. And then he went on record by saying that if this is a work, it's the greatest story angle that's ever been told. And he's the one that brought NWO from Japan to <laughs> to America. So fair enough. I agree but, with everything that Bischoff has said so far. Go on. Okay. So he he said all that. Um my my point being is that if if I initially thought it would have been a work, but because of MJF and you having this whole storytelling with now you're going to, even if nothing, none of this happened, it was going to be MJF versus CM Punk. You've completely, not only have you completely just destroyed that uh, return, because nobody's talking about that, which is unfortunate. And, and and also reports backstage that everybody's sympathetic to MJF now backstage. Because MJF should open tonight. He got screwed. He got screwed royally because of this whole situation, because this, the return should have been the end-all be-all, and it wasn't. You, you can't also have... CM Punk, who now naturally, without with 
fault of his own, is now a heel. Nobody, nobody. There's no way in hell that except he's going to show in up. Chicago. Well, except for Chicago. Where are they tonight? They fucking better not be in Chicago. They're, I'm sure they're not in Chicago. Or well, Rosemont, for that matter. Uh, <laughs> that meter. <laughs> uh, where are they tonight? Let's see where. Let's go to no. AEW coming to you. Li- oh, Buffalo. They're in Buffalo tonight. Oh, Buffalo. Buffalo. Daniel Garcia. Now he has to win the title. Oh, he title. is going to win the title. He's, yeah, he's yeah, got to yeah. win he's that pure title. title. That's right. But funny enough, <laughs> if you look at that, now on the website for the AEW Fight Forever video game, you see CM Punk front and center right next to, uh, behind him is, is Kenny Omega. And behind, uh, there's no, oh, and there's Johnny, John Moxley over there and Chris Jericho in the top left. Um, Judge, jury, jury executioner. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's just it, it, you. You can't really. I, I in my mind, I thought you could have this as a work, but now if you're going to tell a story and have MJF as a heel, you can't have another heel faction fight this guy who's going to be a uh, a natural heel. Nobody is going to be cheering CM Punk, especially after what's happened tonight. And if there's a an ounce of a cheer tonight from Buffalo for CM Punk, I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked. You you now have the po- hang on probably the, the greatest for heel for going to be oh through the roof wild. through the roof. And I'm sure he'll try to pull the the uh, Becky Lynch and trying to be a heel and to tell everybody to shut up and nobody's going to buy it because they're going to love him. That's where that full circle came. MJF was the uh, the Stone Cold Becky Stone, Lynch. Yeah. There you go. Right. The man. <laughs> the man, right. There you go. You have the now. I I take the moniker off of Christian and I place it firmly on CM Punk after this entire weekend. CM the Punk most is the most hated man. The most hated man of all of wrestling. Of all of wrestling right now. You, you, can't, you can't tell me that this man here is going to show that he's not selfish in any way because of what was just said and him trying to defend himself against a Cole Cabana situation that nobody asked about and he's going to come out and just be completely hated by everybody he's as as well he should as well he should and so now you're going to have this heel champion against this anti-hero faction with MJF which sucks for them because they wanted to be heels they they are built as heels and you can't have a heel faction when the person you're going up against is even more heel than you are <laughs> And that's a natural heel. People hate his ass. That's the that's the best kind of heel to have in wrestling. But in this situation, it sucks for MJF. There's two words I have to res- to describe CM Punk at this moment. Sure. Nuclear heat. Nuclear heat. <laughs> and not nuclear. in the good way. It's not. It's not in a good way. It's not really not. Like you have heat in like someone like Roman Reigns who just naturally is a heel and he's playing that up to the hilt, but this is just like Hang on a second. Insane. Do you remember at all? In time where a champion, champion, champion at former champion I at champion. the time, mm-hmm. but a champion mm-hmm. uh, had laid hands, let alone punched in the face, an executive of the company that they were champion for. I can think of one scenario that comes to mind. It would, does this have to do with something in Montreal? It does. Oh, look at that. And what happened to Bret Hart after he socked Vince McMahon in the face? I mean, ultimately, his career was over. And you didn't see him in the WWE until um, 2012, I believe. With his shake, his uh, hug of Shawn Michaels? Exactly. Right. CM Punk is not in a good spot right he's, now. He's not. He's not. And if there's anything... The Chicago-made thing really freaking turned on him. It really did. <laughs> it really did. By the way, you if, know what would be the best tag team ever? Hmm. Strictly based out of Chicago. What's up? CM Punk and Kanye West. <laughs> Two hated. Because they are Chicago individuals. lunatics. <laughs> <laughs> out of their minds. Out of their minds. Um, oh, I, I just had a point. Uh, yeah, no, this, this is going to be absolutely just 
bonkers. Oh, it was suspensions. If there's ever anything to come out of this situation, we already learned from Eddie Kingston. And if Eddie Kingston got suspended for a SWAT. A mush. A mush. Who, who's getting fired over this? If you're talking, and, and by the way, there's reports of Omega and the Young Bucks reported wanting to leave. Some of those reports, apparently, according to some sources, were have been squashed and not true. Um, Do you talking think- about suspensions for C- for for CM Punk firing for a steal? Like people are calling for jobs left and right. Do you think any member of the elite, past or present, has contacted Cody Rhodes in the past three days? How would they pull that off? What? As far as what? We miss you. <laughs> no, it'd be like, hey, bud. Hey, how, how's it over there? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go but, over uh, there. You get six figures? What are you doing? Six, seven? Seven? You, uh, you up? You up? What's going on? <laughs> you up? <laughs> What's going on over there? Can you talk real quick? Can you we, want to come yeah, over? No, yeah. <laughs> get some uh, food on the grill. It's a wrestling booty call. <laughs> <laughs> come over here. Come on over here uh, late at night. Dude, uh, this is just... It's, it's so unfathomably weird that we are now in the state where AEW is now it, it, it's so weird Vince leaves Triple H takes over now the cockiness of Tony Khan which it all stems from the top if you're gonna that's why Tony Khan is probably so up CM Punk's ass is because the two of them have the same like minds they're just both so full of themselves that we've come to this this point and now it's gonna be a make or break for this company it's three years in and you've brought this person in who it was was great, all well and good when he debuted in Chicago for Rampage, and everybody lost their shit. And it's like, oh my god, AEW is now on the map. Like you had all these these small pieces here, but now CM Punk going to this organization, you just put your company on the map with this one signing. And maybe that's why Tony Khan is so he's he's a fan at first, but it, it, I think that's why he's Tony a Khan, mark. He is a, he's a way mark. Maybe that's why he's holding on to this so so vividly because he just wants. This to succeed because it's on his back. Now he is literally the face of the company holding that belt, and you've you're at this you're at this juncture where you're going to lose more than half of your roster, e- either either physically leaving. Thank you very much. Either physically leaving or that mentally is out. Shit out of me every single you're, time. You're sitting right next to it. I know they're they're mentally going to check out because they they can't really respect someone that's going to lead while getting his nose up Punk's ass. Punk has turned into the man that he ultimately hated. The one that he kept talking about. Yeah. The part-timer that he kept talking about that comes back well, just to win really championships. I mean, he's, he's, CM he's, Punk he's in been the past on. year. Yeah. Uh, CM Punk in the past six not, months. I'm not talking about injury. I'm talking about uh, he's been on every every week. I know. But still, you get what I mean. I, if, okay. If he... People... Hang on. People, yeah. people don't... I think people have to start giving Vince McMahon the credit that he deserves. Because and we only have a bad taste in our mouth because of the past, what, five, ten years? Mm. You forget that Vince McMahon studied the business under his father for how long before he actually purchased it from his dad. Mm. He had so much time to see how the business worked. Right. Right. Tony Khan has been in the business for three years. Right. And he bought his he bought the company in the first year. Created the company. I mean, buy it from anybody. You get what I mean. Yeah, right. he created the company. Right. But he's that's when he started. Vince had so much time to perfect the craft, and I think it's showing. And I think that's why Vince McMahon has had the long well had the longevity that he did mm. as the he, the helm of the business. Mm. 
Now we have a new helm. Is Lee at the helm of the business? Hunter. That's yeah. Hunter's. I think that that works out. But yeah, Tony's. Uh, it's gonna the honeymoon phase is officially over with AEW. Oh, it's done. <laughs> that that uh, that glean and that shine and that polish is way tarnished now. And we and are unfortunately right now the peak of AEW was Punk. Punk's return a year ago was the climax of AEW. Oh, I want to say that end. I feel like I, I personally, I feel like when we were at Grand Slam, I feel like that was peak AEW because you filled that arena. But it was right then. It was, it was only same, a couple. It was only a right. couple weeks after that. Right. It was the same time. But that that being in that arena for that was, I felt like AEW was like so on top of everything. We got a couple weeks. We do have a couple weeks. Got a couple we weeks. Till we're still, back there. To we're back at Grand Slam. Hopefully, um, they get a picture of the back of my hat again. <laughs> that was great. That was cool. That was awesome. It's like, oh my god, he's on he's on TV. Not really. I'm on ish. I'm on Instagram. <laughs> oh, that's right. It was right. which yeah. actually, arguably, might get more fucking views. <laughs> oh TNT. Um, yeah, it's it's this whole thing is just insane. Um, and I did not think I was just when when this pay per view was going down and like everything that we were going to talk about this week. I'm like, oh my god, we have so much to talk about. It's going to be. All this wrestling throughout the week, and then you know SmackDown, and we're going into leading into the weekend of, with Clash, and hours and hours of wrestling. I'm just talking about the matches, and this has overshadowed it so much so as one of the biggest wrestling stories in the last couple years. Um, you know, Vince, Vince, you know, being you know kind of unceremoniously booted. This happening like this. This year has been a very weird year for wrestling, and not. Some, maybe maybe in a good way, WWE in, in a good way. This, not in a good way. So I guess we have to see, wait and see what's going to happen. But this this is just absolutely insane that you're 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 infighting with your own people backstage. And imagine if Hangman was was around for this whole thing. Like, holy shit. <laughs> a buckshot lariat. Like, right in that. the face. <laughs> Would have been no leg slap on that one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> stop the door. Oh, man. Oh, man. Dude. What a what a week! What a insane slash great weekend of wrestling. But just wrestling wild. alone. I'm not forget the insanity. The wrestling itself was was amazing, and I can't think of a down. I mean, there were matches here and there, but for overall, like everything was great. It was awesome. Everything was great, and then this kind of just put a uh, a crazy wrestling dampening on all the situation and that's everybody what everybody's talking about I at least see. on the aw side ww is fine I, i'm sure triple h is sitting on his throne like okay i told you i told you all i told you that that guy that guy punk no good watch out for him he's no good he's no good watch out for him i could be inclined to say that wwe might have a better third quarter i wrestling wise would say so i believe so fourth quarter sorry uh a fourth, fourth quarter fourth quarter, fourth quarter coming up we shall see. I, I hope that they can pick this up with uh, with Grand Slam. I'm happy that WWE is, is uh, just really good again. Um, but AEW has been good. I don't want this to... Uh, what? I was counting the belts. Oh, yeah. They had <laughs> they had all the belts. All the belts here. One, two. Well, they have, FTR so one, has two each. Two, two, three, uh, Wardlow has one. Uh, four, there's, five, there's them, six. Them, and Hikaru Shida with hers. Just on the... On the what, there's with one homepage. Fugues one. This one homepage alone. I mean, I, I figured if there's any other champions that we're looking at here, nope, nope, and nope. <laughs> nope, that's it. 
Alrighty then. That's two hours and eighteen minutes of insanity that we just got through just to get to this whole thing with CM Punk, and I I, I can't imagine what the hell that was a long about. one. The hell they're going to talk about? What's well, a long weekend? Long week of wrestling. I can't imagine what the hell they're going to talk about in Dynamite. We tonight. only talked about the weekend too. That was the fun yeah. part. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, we didn't mention anything about Braun Strowman and his return. Uh, him tripping before he he checked Otis into the rail there. Um, it was the greatest three day span of wrestling. That that. That tag, that four-way tag team yeah, uh, match, literally le- leading up to a, a debut or return of Braun Strowman, and I, I again, storytelling Bro, is <laughs> storytelling is great. When uh, you have the whole thing with Miz and, and uh, Champa outside, you see a car turned over. It's like okay, like that's not a a telltale sign. Um, but yeah, Braun Strowman's back. Uh, uh, the whole story with Miz and. Um, and Dexter Loomis just is. It, I, I love that. Story. It's the highlight of Monday Night Raw. It really is. It's 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 so good. Um, it's the focal point. I love and say. I love that that storyline was able to carry over. Like it wasn't changed by Triple H. Like you had that same storyline in NXT. You just brought it over what worked, and it works. It's fine. Leave it. Don't change names. Don't change gimmicks. Like, oh, you're talking about Dexter. Loomis. I'm talking about Dexter Loomis. Oh, I thought you meant the storyline. No, this is the example. Like, no, the storyline no. happened after. No, no, I'm saying the the storyline is that is Dexter Loomis. You, he's he's the, a creep. Dexter Loomis gimmick. He's a the gimmick. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, a creep. Yeah. I got and you. it worked in NXT. Don't change it. Why? You know, just bring it over. And that's what's happening now. Well, so, I'm a creep. Imagine if that was his his entrance I'm music. Right <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we are paying royalties. Um, uh, all right, that is this one's gonna get taken down for sure. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm not gonna, I was gonna play creep. Never mind. Forget. It. No, take it. <laughs> we played sympathy for the devil already. You might yeah, as well. well. Yeah, but I, I always, I always just play the beginning of the songs, like first like minute or so, and then fade it out. Whereas this can basically be well, whatever. It doesn't matter at this point. All right. You know what? Screw you. <laughs> there we go. Ah. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that is it. What a what a long one. Thank you for sticking around for everything. Everything had to be talked about. And again, that as Joe mentioned, that was just the weekend. It just in crazy wrestling weekend for us wrestling nerds. We appreciate you guys sticking around. Guys, thank you so very much. If there's anything you want to talk to us about, hit us up on Twitter at Sons of Slam Show. My name is Chris Mindall, along with Joe Black the Reaper. <laughs> it's okay. Joe Black, Mr. Joe Black, Reaper Joe Black, and Chris Mindall signing off. Goodbye, sir. There you are, sir. Peace. You float like a feather in a beautiful world. I wish I was special. You're so fucking special. But I'm a The Sons of Slam podcast.